Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 295, recorded on September 3rd, 2020. On tonight's episode, we talk about Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary and our direct that everybody's been talking about we got today and so much more. Jesse, you know what to do. How's it going, everybody? It's Marty here, and you're listening to episode 295 of Nintendo Dads. And man, what a what a day! What a glorious day today has been. September 3rd, 2020. Not only did we get a action-packed Super Mario 35th anniversary direct, we even got Shadow Drop games and all kinds of other cool stuff. Uh, and we are not only joined by the regular dad cast tonight, we are excited to welcome Patreon producer Antonio Contronio to the show. How's it going, buddy? It's great, brother. It's great to be here. I really appreciate Woo-hoo. you guys having me on today. If, if you, I wish for those of you who are audio Woo-hoo. listeners only, you could see his setup that he's got. He's got Lego Mario everywhere. I'm jealous. Like, I'm serious. And we're going to talk talk. about like, yeah, we're going to talk about Lego Mario later on in the show, right? Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about parenting with Mario. Yes, I cannot wait. Uh, Speaking of parenting, someone who's pretty much done with that, so I don't know why he's on the show anymore. Uh, Jesse Waldeck. (laughs) I may not be an active parent anymore, but I am still a father. No one can take that away from me. That is true. That is true. I'm sorry. That's all right. it was a it was a bad segue. The reason um, he's on the show is who else would control the soundboard, Marty? Right, like, right. Dude, I mean, nobody. He is probably the right. most important man on our show. Do not fire him. I love it. It's okay. like every week Marty, since when did we ever had a good segue? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> when was the last time I hosted? That's the question you should be asking yourself. <laughs> Says the man wearing a Christmas sport coat. <laughs> you're losing. You're losing the fine detail there, Marty. Marty. A Mario, a Mario. It's a Christmas. Mario Christmas. Why? Because today was Mario Christmas Day, ladies and gentlemen. Because Mario 35th anniversary. I'm excited. Also, we got executive producers on. Gentlemen, put the tails on. Dress yourself up. Be a little bit more uh, fancy and respect the executive producers. I'm really sorry. Hang on. Wait. I'll tell you what. You know what? I'll fix it. Hang on just a second. I'm worried. I'm really concerned, actually. Now Great that he's one. gone sweet, now I'm taking over as host, ladies and gentlemen. To my left, your right, maybe ups and down, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Timothy Off. Tim, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. And by the way, Sammy says hi to all the dads, of course. Hi, Sam. He does. And hopefully he's not watching. He should be sleeping. But if he's watching tomorrow or, you know, the recording, but hi. Apparently Marty Apparently Marty was yes. concerned being the only one who didn't have four eyes, so now he does. Uh, oh, nice. Well, guys, listen, it's been a week, and uh, talk about a roller coaster week uh, in a lot of ways. I got to take this off because, like, I put the cappy on, and now it's like it in the in the headphones are like squeezing my head like a vice. And this is gonna look. Here's what we're gonna do. You ready? There. As long as you don't try to or a chair or carpet or or a a cat. Uh, Anyway, uh, 
so much to talk about tonight uh, surrounding the greatest plumber in the world, Mario. And uh, so, Jesse, you know what you got to do. Whoops. There, now let's do that. Yes. Or did he mean the other button? Yeah, and uh, Early, he didn't know this. what to do. I was going to do this at the start of the show, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to do it right now. And here it is. All right. So uh, I'm going to issue a little challenge to our viewership. Take my background off, so people. Oh, it's serious now. Uh, I'm going to issue a little challenge here. Uh, you know, by the way, a few years ago we celebrated the year of Luigi. Uh, remember that? I do. Yeah, there's the poster. So uh, this week I ordered some stickers from my favorite sticker place uh, that I get stickers from called StickerMule.com. We don't get sponsored by them or anything, but Sticker Mule, if you would like to sponsor us, we would gladly take that. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the order was so large, I didn't know this, that uh, if you make a large order from StickerMule.com, they they have their own hot sauce. It's called Mule Sauce. It's uh, And because we're a family-friendly show, I can't tell you their slogan other than to say it's hot sauce that kicks. I was going to say, I'm sure there was kicks somewhere in there. There you go. <laughs> this is, it says on the side, it features a trilogy of habanero, yellow scotch bonnet, and boot jalokia chilies. It has a heat intensity of four out of five peppers. Here's my challenge. Uh, if we get to 50 simultaneous viewers tonight, <laughs> I will try this on video. I, I, we should say like, and, and some stubs here as well, right? Like, come on, so four or five, five, five subs on Twitch. Oh yeah. People. Yeah. Five, 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 subs five, on Twitch five Twitch 50, subs 50. or, or, or no. And. Or? Because <laughs> I've already, I already subbed one. I need four more people here. Four I'm going to do sub right now. Uh, this is, uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now that this, uh, like me and me and Spicy don't mix. So I'm sacrificing here. I'm going to open just it got, up. We just got a sub. We just got a I'm sub. I'm just going to open it up. And, oh yeah, Miz just subbed. Oh Thanks, Miz. See, I probably would like that. <laughs> Because I like spice. Oh, it's burning my nostrils. Okay, Miz, thank so, you for the sub. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, if yeah. we get to not five subs, Somebody said five drink subs it. and 50, 50 viewers, I will uh, I will take a sip. Uh, <laughs> someone said drink it. I'm not drinking it right now. I'm not drinking it. You got you to jump through the hoops, monkeys. Uh, anyway, our uh, news each and every week is brought to you by... The fine folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where you can be like Antonio and you could support us and be part of the greatest community that has ever existed. Uh, we get to hang out all week long and talk about stuff. Today was so much fun seeing everyone's reactions to the Mario 35th anniversary direct. Uh, and like just some of the stuff that goes on in there. Um, I can't speak to dads after dark. That's their own thing going on over there. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's just John and Drew, you know, and, uh, it's good. It's good. We love John and Drew, but anyway, for even just, a, you know, Antonio's in, he's at the Patreon producer level. That is $30 a month. Uh, you can just, just for a dollar, you can get in and start the conversation. Okay. Uh, and today here's a cool thing that happened. Um, there are some people in our community who are 
all about the uh, Game and Watch that got announced today, right during the uh, during the direct. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, pre-order pages are there, but the pre-orders aren't live yet. And so those of us who want that are now part of a group where it's like, if somebody finds out that it's coming, we'll post in there and everybody will know about it. And hopefully you can go and beat the scalpers and get it. That's community folks. Um, and just on a personal note, I want to say that the people who were in our community know uh, how terrible the first part of this week was for me personally. Uh, and just being a part of that and getting people's messages and talking with people has been such a, a huge help, a huge help. And so thanks so much to our community. I don't want to beat the, the Patreon thing into the ground. Uh, I just want to tell you, if you, if you're looking for a great community to be a part of, run over and subscribe for a dollar a month. Try us out for a month. If you don't like it, Hey, we're not going to throw shade. No hassle. Just cancel it at the end of the month. Uh, and let us know why. Like being like, I didn't get it. You know what? I, it wasn't as interactive, I thought, or I didn't get what I wanted or anything like that. We would love to hear your feedback on it because we're trying to create a place for Nintendo fans and fathers and people to hang out and have a good time and no judgment and all that good stuff. So there you go. Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Head on over there uh, right now. If you do it right now, we'll we'll call you out during the show. All right. So let's talk about the big, the big deal. All right. Okay. E-shop being able to refund, refund free purchases. Yes. Let's leave with that. No, no, that's not what we're leading with. That's that. No, that's near the The bottom of the notes. Yeah. The the number one voted on topic on our uh, Patreon poll uh, this week is obviously the Super Mario Brothers 30th or 35th anniversary direct, which without warning, Nintendo just dropped this morning about 8 a.m. Central Time, and y'all, they made this boy's dreams come true. Oh, yeah. Antonio, how did this land for you? What's your, like, hot Yeah, take? that's what I want to know. Like, give us give us some stuff here. What would you think? I was as, as enamored as you were. I was in shock, you know? And then, like any good dad, I watched it on my phone on the toilet. So, you know, that's... That's that's what it's all about. Um, no, but I, I really has the I, best acoustics. You know what I'm saying? It's the best acoustics in the air. But uh, I, I really loved it. And I'm really, really excited about getting to play with this new Mario Kart game. I, I really am. Mm, I think okay. we're, we're a big toy family. Um, like I was telling you guys in the pre-show, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, almost seven and four. And like we're right in that sweet zone. Yeah. And I'm. I'm really, I'm really excited about getting a, getting a chance to try that out. I thought the technology on that was was pretty sweet, little augmented reality. I, I'm, I'm really into that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I uh, probably not for my house because we just don't have the the setup for that sure. to be viable. Uh, but man, it like that was that was the out of left field thing, right? Yeah. Um, what what? I'm sorry, Justin. Go ahead. I, I had a I had a friend, and uh, he, you know, known him for almost 20 years, and uh, he sends me a, like a direct message this morning or today, and all it is is the link to that Mario Kart thing. And he's like, "What is going on here?" And I was like, oh, yeah, blah blah." He's like, "Yeah, my kids apparently saw the video already, and it's on their Christmas wish list right now." <laughs> and, and he's like, "This looks amazing." I was like, "Yeah, like it's like that's the thing is I think a lot of people are missing that. Uh, I think everyone's enamored obviously with the game." enamored with a lot of the other options 
But the Mario Kart thing is actually kind of like the quiet one that no one's really talking about that I think has such a really critical impact. Because I think this is, again, them playing, you know, and they do this really well. When Nintendo puts on their, like, their toy company hat, right, yes. going back to their roots for 50 years ago, they do some weird and wacky things that actually go really well. Labo's a great example. Weird and wacky, but it was there was a lot of educational stem with this, mm. right? What we're missing here is, like, we have to think here, folks. So what we discovered from that video was... Your Nintendo Switch is the remote. So let's stop right there. So there's a lot going on in that system. Two, the the cart has a camera that's creating AR that's reading back to it in real time that actually has actions. Like there are so many pieces of that and feedback that I'm like, yeah. Like, like people are missing that, and it's really actually kind yeah, of. I'm wondering important. how that's uh, how the wireless is working. I don't know if Bluetooth can handle that much. I wonder if this is and, like Wi-Fi. And here's the thing: I wanted to, I wanted to, to just not to counter what you're saying, Justin, but I wanted to add to it that I think the reason it is the dark horse part of this direct is because they just kind of dropped it in the middle, and there's no details, right? Like, yeah. there's no this is how it works. Or this is the details about how you put a track together, uh, or this is how easy it is. Uh, I did see um, if you guys are a part of the Nintendo Voice Chat forums or, or group on Facebook, uh, there's a guy in there who does like a lot of key photography for Nintendo, yeah. and I love reading his posts because he always like when something drops, he's like, "Hey, here's me taking photos of that three months ago." You know, or, or whatever, uh, or last month. Uh, and he said in his post about the Mario Kart v, uh, Live or whatever it is they're yeah. calling it, uh, he said it is that he's had time to, to, to actually see it in action. And he, I think he said even use it. And he said it is a very impressive piece of tech. Yeah. And it, I think this is why we love Nintendo is this game. Yeah. 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 Um, it, because yeah. it's it's something uh, like you said, a little weird, little off the wall, but it's something that you you could tell that they were being innovative and taking their their IP in a slightly different direction and yeah. like using people's homes and and taking the, the kind of the family into consideration of the whole thing. I mean, this is this is why I'm a lifelong Nintendo fan. Yeah. This is like this game. It's the wonderful surprise, right? You're like, oh, it does that, right? Like like we all we all remember playing with Labo, right? And opening the box, and all of a sudden you're like. Oh, there's an AR camera in this Joy-Con that sends like like the moment you played P like you know Beethoven on a cardboard box with a Nintendo Switch Joy-Con, you were like your mind kind of blew up. That's what this was, right? We were all like, "Oh my God, it's Mario Kart 9. You're like, "This is so much cooler than that, yeah. right? Um, I I think this is fantastic. Again, it's called Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. It's coming October 16th. I'm actually on the press release right now that Nintendo sent us. Um, in the box, I'll just give a quick information. In the box, it comes with four of the gates uh, that we saw demonstrate, these cardboard gates. Uh, it comes with a USB charging cable, and it comes with two uh, arrow side or sign boards, basically, right? Uh, they say assembly is required. Yeah, it's cardboard. Um, and then that's and then that's it, right? And then it's you download an you download an app or sorry, uh, an interface essentially from the eShop. I thought it was very interesting that if you watch that video up back and I, and like, I actually, this was one part, like I know Nintendo, they, they typically, they'll do a direct and then they'll take the things out of it and they'll have individual videos of those. 
that make it that, you know, kind of sometimes it might have a little extra video or sometimes it's just the trailer they showed within the larger direct. I went back and watched the Mario, uh, the Mario Kart, uh, because I was convinced when this was first shown, I was like, this is a Labo kit. This is going to be called mm-hmm. Mario Kart Labo. Yeah. Because if you look at the, the actual construction of it, um, when they're like setting it down, you see some of the same plastic grommets that were used in Labo. You see some of the same, like the, uh, to me, like the patterns on the cardboard actually even look very Labo E, if yep. Labo esque, if you want to say that. Um, what would really be cool, I think, about this is if they were able to take eventually to take the steering wheel. <laughs> that you had from the other Labo <laughs> set and be able to use it with this. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me if they used, you know, spare parts and and the the same cardboard stock just with a different punch. So two them- questions I got from this, uh, and you, I just want to get you guys' thoughts on this. You know, earlier this year or, early, or late last year, Emily Rogers, uh, who has been pretty – got a pretty good track record with Nintendo Rumors – said that Mario Kart 9 was in development and that at E3 this year, something she, she basically said something with wheels would be shown. Um, I'm wondering if this is it. Uh, and the other question I have, and I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is uh, does this pick up, like, are, does this mean Labo has failed? And what I mean by that is we haven't seen any new Labo in a long time. And this looks very Labo-esque. So does this mean, okay, that experiment's dead. Now we're moving on to AR and cardboard together. Um, and that's going to be the, that's going to be how we're going to play from now on. Hard, hard to tell. Maybe, but on the other hand, it is, you know, they maybe didn't have enough more ideas yet or, because the last nine months or six months, you really couldn't do real time collaboration. So I got to put all done yeah. things because that stuff takes engineering masters to just to figure out the first place. <laughs> the last Labo set came out in what was it? April of 2019. Mm-hmm. So we are well 18 months past where we would expect. I, 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 you know, I think probably, so here's a thing I would say, was it a failure? Tough to, tough to define, right? It, it would, how are we defining success? And I think this is probably something that Nintendo was not defining success based on sales numbers, but rather potentially education, potentially like um, the STEM idea, right? More getting people involved with coding. So, you know, I think there are times where a company can do something and not be fiscally or financially win necessarily or success but be success in the books on uh, on there um they just may not have seen the numbers they wanted to to move forward with another set or they don't have another idea or they said we're going to try labo for a two we have a two-year window on it we have a run now we're going to try a different project right we're going to try diversifying into other things and i think you know as i look at like antonio's background for example great they're they're leaning back into some of their toy roots do you know what i mean so we're seeing the nintendo lego collaboration i think the mario karts here that we're seeing Right, this is really coming back to if you're a kid walking through Toys R Us and you're like, oh, Lego's amazing, right? And then all of a sudden there's like, oh, there's a Mario Kart, right? You're 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 kind of getting them in again and again. I know that Antonio, you mentioned a little bit of this of kind of like your kids would probably love this, right? 
No, absolutely. And I, I don't I don't necessarily think it was a failure failure as far as Labo is concerned. I think it ran its course. And I think that uh, maybe perhaps some of those same people went on to to make something different. I know that um, uh, this particular uh, development group that's that's making this game is kind of seasoned and has been in the been in the game, for lack of a better term, for a long time. And so it's like sort of trusted by Nintendo. I think it's it's I kind of put them in two different camps, um, but I do see Nintendo using their IP in really interesting ways these days and and finding new channels to sell their their IP into. Yeah, which yeah. I don't know about you, but that's hurting my pocketbook more and more. Like yeah, in some ways, absolutely. I liked it when you were just a video game company because I was like, good, there's no game I want for a couple of months. I'm good. Yeah. So right Onyx, now, says like, in the, Onyx in the chat says, when I saw them showing the tracks off, I think you'll be able to make the track up by driving through the lap markers. That's what I got out of it too. Um, you, okay. you saw a piece where it looks like he was driving and it was leaving paint behind. I think that's you laying the track down and for future runs that makes to go. Sense. And when you and when you get back to the paint splatter, that's the end of it. Yeah, they connected yeah. the they connected the the tracks and then the sides formed around it. I like mm. it. I think that's really cool. And and it would make sense because you're using that AR to track where the car has been and then it and and then it makes the the now You're allowed to do you, like loops around so you you can cross the lines just as long as if they don't connect you know if it perpendicular or parallel yeah. looking at our those. notes one of the things that, that i thought it was interesting they didn't show off was they did show mario and luigi right uh, that you would be able to get different flavor carts uh but our notes show that this game supports four players mm. uh with each player needing their own cart and nintendo switch i thought that was like we maybe should have shown that just a little bit more, you know, <laughs> and I, I totally believe this is one of those titles or one of those projects that we're going to get a full on video for later yeah. on. Yeah. But today was just get excited. Right. Yeah. And, and I, the fact it's coming in October, like next month, month. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree, Marty. I think like in a month from now, early October, we're going to get a five minute trailer look at, Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like almost remember like the, here's the ring fit folks. I mean, that kind of like, let me show you how it works. Right. We're going to have that kind of like idea there and they're going to hire Bill Nye, the science guy to show them how AR reality works on Mario Kart. I thought they were just going to have ring do the same presentation. Yeah, exactly. So uh, (laughs) I I think, so yeah, I think we're going to hear more about this in early October. Okay. Uh, Antonio, we're going to throw it back over to you. Um, just since you're our guest, we, we defer to guests first. Uh, if you're yeah. listen, since you've listened to the show, you know that. Uh, what are the, what's some other stuff from this from this presentation that you just said? That's it. Like what, well, what, what got you excited? I'm really excited about a new $50 alarm clock. That's something I'm really excited about. That's going on the the nightstand. Uh, I'm I'm obviously I think like a lot of people I'm I'm really excited about the the 3D collection. And then I for some reason the Mario 35 kind of the battle royale kind of that's another thing that just sort of struck me. I, I really like kind of off the wall kind of kind of things and new ideas like that. And that uh, that certainly really stuck out to me as well. Yeah. So the uh, the game and watch uh, you gotta love the fact that Nintendo has somehow found a way to convince me to buy Super Mario Brothers all over again, right? Uh, and then they're like, oh, and by the way, you can play the lost levels on it too, which I, not my favorite Mario game. <laughs> that game is no safe states this time. No, no. Uh, but 
the 35 effects um, while in clock mode, I thought that was a cool uh, little addition. I also love the fact that they're matching that up with the year. I did notice that uh, they showed off Yoshi in that uh, and some other things. So makes me wonder if maybe there's something a little more hidden beneath the hood. Well, they the- did. They did say that in the actual reveal of that, right? They did say that there were yeah. 30, 35 little. Well, I think it, animations. Yeah. yeah, Marty's thinking of something else that's maybe playable oh, that okay. hasn't been announced. That's what I'm thinking, and, and okay. of course, it's got an updated version of the Game and Watch Ball Game uh, as well. But like I said, it just I'm, doesn't I'm, look the same with Mario's head on it. I, no. I'm so used to the original guy's face after all these years. Yeah. Did you see the, the copyright notice on the, on the, in yeah. that I pasted in the notes that was shown in the video? Mm-hmm. Do you think Thank- they released some type of uh, accessory for this to make it more of an alarm clock? Something you like, like, like a stand? Like that would be Super Nintendo, right? Yeah. It wouldn't be oh, yeah. like a here's- kickstand on it, but like here's an accessory that goes along with it. Here's the for accessory five, that bucks. only works for this thing. Yeah, you'll never it's use a- it for anything else, but you can buy it. It's yeah, uh, right. It's nine ninety nine. It's from Power A. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what Jesse's referring to here is that uh, this will no longer be produced after March 2021, and we, which was a theme that we heard that a lot. And this, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I listened to your live re- live reaction. I listened to Arlo's <laughs> and Rogers and they all had the same reaction of why. <laughs> yeah, I was I, 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 I myself later. I was like, Oh, you know, it must be like, uh, you know, IP usage or, uh, you know, character limits. And I was like, wait a second. They own their own they, character. They I was like, no. Character. I have like, a theory on like, this. Okay, Tim. Tim, Mr. Mr. Alf, go ahead. I have a theory that uh, they're ending it. It still doesn't make sense, obviously. They could let it go and just be for sale when, when at the same time. But I thought it ends because they have to celebrate Zelda 35 after March 31st. Okay, well, that, make, that makes sense. You know, why you made you know, having the game and watch is a limited supply. Sure. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. You, they've done that with the NES classics and NES classics, et cetera. But, you know, when we, the games that we'll talk about later, those won't be available after March. What? That yeah, makes like sense. They could sell them at the same time, just but especially if when they're celebrating until the 31st. But even it sounds like even the digital versions will be gone. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. They could sell them at the same time. Yeah, uh, I, but they're choosing not to. Yeah. But I uh, again. Well, I'll talk more about. I have is that I'll talk more about my theory, games. my hope, my more of a hope than a theory when we talk about those games. We haven't gotten that yeah. far yet. So uh, okay, the well, uh, I have a theory for that too. So the game no watch, Tim. Tim, let's hear your theory, bud. Go ahead. Just go on. Let's start theories. Let's do it. All right. Well, the theory was for the uh, Super Mario, um, the All Stars game. Well, not the All-Stars, the, the 3D All-Stars, yeah, right? 3D All-Stars. That was going to be limited run that I was going to say after the, th- after March 2021, they were going to sell them separately and not in the All-Stars set. Mm. That's exactly what I was thinking. But of course, then at that point, it'd be digital only. So, Cheeky. right. It's so, a good it, way to keep them around. You know, and but if you don't want 64 or you don't want sunshine, you can get you can and, and then make them twenty bucks each, nineteen ninety nine on the eShop. And see, N- N- Nintendo 
knows how to market because even though I know I shouldn't be doing this, I'm going to uh, plan on doing this anyway. You know, be- because the physical is going to be limited. I'm, pff- you know, I still want to buy the digitally, but I'm also yeah. thinking about buying it physically I'm and buying just them both too. <laughs> shelving it and not even opening it. I'm buying them both too. I'm just and I'm same just, thing with I'm the game of watch. I don't. I want to buy it, but not even open it. Well, yeah. I'm buying them both too because digitally I'll have that on my Switch and then I don't have to worry about sharing because, you know, I'm a, I'm a single go. child. So I got to have, you know, I got to have my own copy. Yeah, I'm the but, only uh, Switch user in the house now. So I have the, the physical version to be able to share with everybody else can, in the house. Yeah, but I don't even plan on opening it. Jesse's gotten rid of Switch users from his house and I am increasing <laughs> Switch users in my house. Yes. Uh, it's just the way it goes because now. Uh, my daughter this week has just been like, you know what? I'm going to start playing Fortnite. I want a gaming headset for Christmas. And I was like, who are you? You know, like, I, you know, but I, I did want to circle back to this. The, the gaming watch uh, is going to be 50 bucks. Uh, so I know that they didn't announce a price during the, during the direct, but it's $49.99 listed on the uh, Best Buy website. Apparently uh, the PR actually listed that as an MSRP. It just wasn't shown in the right. video either. Yeah, uh, this is and, and currently Best Buy is the only uh, North American retailer that has this up. As of right now, if you are in the UK uh, or European territories, you can actually go ahead and pre-order this right now uh, from Nintendo themselves or other various yeah. retailers. My understanding, well, Best Buy has the page up. It's you can't order it yet. It's just a placeholder page. Yeah, my understanding is they're still waiting FCC approval. That's why they can't sell it yet. Stupid. It's dumb. It's like it, it's I, it's paperwork. Honestly, if you can't get the FCC approval, then just wait to show it off. That's that's my thing. Because like, sorry, sorry. So this is the thing that your country has a hard time deciding to do, right? This is right? the thing that you can't pass it's legislation like, on. This is the thing that you decide that you have a challenge about, Justin. Really? Because I can list at least five more things from a neighbor to the north. That I think might be a little more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, they like. I Sorry, don't, Antonio. No, it's. I don't right. get it. Like, <laughs> Justin's not wrong. <laughs> and it, it, but this isn't the just first time right. this has happened. This isn't right. the first time this has well, happened with a Nintendo product. Because let me let me just throw this out here. I know it's not Mario related, but every other country in the free world has Dr. Kawashima's brain training for Switch, except America. I think there's a different reason for that, but I was told that it was because of something about the not FCC approval, but like FDA. the claims it makes for education <laughs> right. and brain, like brain growth and stuff. Just get over it. It's a freaking video game. Like just or just don't call it brain age. It's it's the, that's it's, anyway. We're getting off track. <laughs> I don't care. I, that, Justin wondered what I was going to complain about next. Here it is. Where's my brain training? My brain is withering over here because I can't play it on my Switch. Actually, I have it. I have the European version. I never touch it. Uh, uh, so, I've played mine for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, the uh, the You know what killed it for me? I know we're chasing a rabbit, but I'm chasing it. You know what killed it for me? The fact that it can't tell what I'm writing on the screen. Yeah, that uh, it's, it's the fives. Uh, Antonio, you also mentioned here uh, Mario Thirty Five, mm. yeah. uh, which this right here was like yeah, like again the March Thirty First thing comes up, 
Like it's not, you're not going to be able to play it after March 31st. But for those of you who haven't seen it, like two of you who have not seen this so far, <laughs> uh, it is a 35 player free for all massive online Super Mario Brothers game. But where the better, but just the like, better you do, it sends enemies to other people. Yeah, like Tetris 99, you play your own grid. Here you play your own Mario board with 34 other people playing Mario boards. But when you defeat an enemy, you send them to someone else's screen and they can stack up and be problematic. The short clip that they showed of all of the different enemies like falling on top of you when you were underwater, that I was like, all right, there yes, we go. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so I was watching this and they only ever showed Mario, the original Mario, correct? Yep. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to have skins. Like, like, so for November, it's Super Mario 2. For December, it's Mario 3. I was it's thinking that. A Maximus Cup, Mushroom yeah, Cup. Yeah, exactly, right? You, know, you like change it up. Limited time. Yeah. Super Mario Land skin. Yeah, exactly, right? Where, where for that month, you're playing as a different... Uh, different I skin. guarantee you. Can I go ahead and guarantee you what they're going to do, Justin? Uh, There's Charger? not going to be a Super Mario yeah. 2 skin at all. Yeah. And it, I know this is crushing for you to hear because I hate it, too. Yeah. They're not going to do it. Why? Because it changes the mechanics of the game. Yeah. So why did this one catch your attention, Antonio? Well, I think for the same reason that Tetris 99 did initially. Now, I didn't play Tetris 99, like, religiously because I was just terrible. Um, but, uh, in this, but in this case, I feel like I would actually have a fighting chance, um, because that was one of my, one of my games growing up. And that's, I mean, that's my jam. So, uh, I, I definitely think that, uh, that I'll, I'll be giving this a shot. One of the things that I thought was interesting, obviously was the, the end date on that. Do you think that that could be, uh, like kind of an end date for when it's on, uh, NSO, uh, and perhaps like after that, it's like opened up to the, to the broader public for purchase. Or is that, uh, or do you think like that's it? Like we we're we're done at that point. Yeah, that's that's the interesting thing, right? That again, that March thirty first. Now, of course, a couple things to think of. That is the end of Nintendo's fiscal year, right? Their fiscal year goes until March thirty first, or New Year starts April first. So it is interesting that they're pushing towards that. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they did a after March thirty first, effective April first, you purchase it. Right. It is a it is a, if you want it, it's a five dollar download. It's off of the NSO now. And, and there you go. I wouldn't be shocked about that. It feels a bit grimy considering you can. I mean, the same or, regards. You, you and then could, would they still you require could, NSO to play online? Yeah, or, yeah. for sure. For <laughs> sure. They're going to do that. Or they launch Zelda 35. You're you're just a dream hoper, aren't you? Like I just uh, I want this. Zelda 35 after it's, later it's next 35 year, so. people running the same Zelda maze, <laughs> uh, running the same dungeon. Oh my! How gosh. many games of tennis can you get played at the same time? I don't know. Zelda reference. I don't know. I think it went over everybody's head. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I missed that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, fight, fighting in the, fighting a lot of the bosses, starting with the Super Nintendo, the things of the past, you literally, the, the enemy shoots a beam at you, you swing your sword at it, oh, knock it back. Yes, yes, you, yes. you play tennis for a I while. Gotcha. Uh, I got you. I got you. I fight. It's, it's tough when you have to so this is, fight. This is out October 1st. Uh, lots of stuff coming out like relatively soon. I mean, we got Mario All Stars today. We got uh, the Mario Kart uh, Live Home Tour on the 16th. We've got this on the 1st. And then a little closer than that, the last thing Antonio mentioned, 
Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is coming out September 18th. Uh, remastered versions, well, or up versions of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, this has been rumored for a long time. A long time. Uh, Jeff Grubb, who was on the show a few months ago, uh, talked about this then, I believe, and uh, also last week tweeted, Super Mario 3D All-Stars sounds like a great title for a game. <laughs> and uh, I told him <laughs> then, I said, don't you get my hopes up, Jeff Grubb. Don't you play with my emotions. Uh, so, Antonio, I, I guess I saw a lot of this around the uh, the Internet today, and I thought it was interesting. Lots of people saying uh, either I didn't play any of these or I've only played one of these or I played them. And I didn't finish them. What is your story with these three 3D games? Why does this make you excited? Well, my story with the with the first one with 64 is that and we talked about this on Twitter, Tim, the other day is I've never played it, even as a uh, an N, you know, N64 owner at that at that point. Um, I just I didn't play it for whatever reason. I think for like a lot of people, um, you know, uh, at least for me, growing up as a kid in the 90s um, was, uh, you know, you only had so much money to play so many games. And um, it just wasn't one of those that, that I got my hands on at that, at that point. For some reason, I was stuck stuck with uh, Donkey Kong sixty four instead. So that was uh, that was sort of my purgatory. Wow. At the, at, 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 at purgatory that time. is a good word to use. That's a, a choice selection. <laughs> there, a lot of content to play between games. There, right? Exactly. So, um, uh, but then from there, the the other two titles I really loved. Um, I I loved Sunshine at the time, even though it did have its its warts. I still really enjoyed the mechanic. Uh, the like the primary mechanics, and then uh, I mean Galaxy. I think is is probably, in my opinion, the best 3D um, uh, release of the entire 3D series. Yeah, agreed. Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine. Tim, you're excited for Sunshine? <laughs> yes, I'm so. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for Sunshine. I'm kind of surprised they didn't go explain how they're going to handle the shoulder buttons because they're not. They have to. Well, maybe it's, a time, maybe it's a time thing. I don't know. Uh, but they're not going to be able to handle it with the current shoulder buttons. Right. That's why I think it's not happening. It's just, it'll be reconfigured. It's going to shoot way. full blast or not. They, 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 they did explain in, with Galaxy, you can use motion control, the gyro, to, to catch the star bits. Not shown in the video, but found on the website. You can also use touchscreen if you're playing in handheld. To do that, but they didn't. I didn't see any explanation I had, about. I, I was really hoping that uh, with all of them being together, that they would take all of the motion control out of Galaxy, and they would map it to a button. Uh, well, that's what I was hoping for. Well, I agree with you for things like spinning and stuff, but the things about you have to collect a crap ton of star bits to pay the big guy to open up more paths, and you need the wand for that. Or touchscreen, you know, if, if you're in handheld mode. Yeah. Uh, interesting to note, too, that for those of you who are out there playing on a Switch Lite, that uh, they did mention that for Super Mario Galaxy, a set of Joy-Cons would be necessary, uh, and you would have to pair those separately. 
That's in the fine print as well. Well, it, it says it's compatible. It didn't say it was required. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you can I'm use it. Sorry, together. I misread use, that. Yeah. So you you still could use the gyro gyro motion to for that to work, but doing that on yeah. a five inch screen might not be easy. Yeah. So I've already pre ordered this. Uh, it's it's already it's already. Uh, oh yeah, I've I pre ordered I've pre ordered both of them already. Yeah. So uh, something that I think maybe let's let's a little dovetail with this right here, and we're gonna talk maybe a little bit more about the eShop later, but. Uh, Nintendo has changed how they do pre-orders on the eShop and pre-purchase, uh, allowing you to cancel up to seven days before purchase. Uh, and I noticed now there's a brand new screen when you go in and log in and actually do a pre-purchase that kind of shows you that date and kind of says, hey, seven days prior, you know, like right now we're not charging you any money, but up to seven days prior, you will be charged this amount and after that time, there are no refunds. That's yeah, how I, I learned about it when I pre-purchased the the 3D Mario game. <laughs> it was like, yeah, oh, this, what's this? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what kind of notifications they're going to provide, like in advance, like eat little email or like something, mm-hmm. like to let you know, to like, okay, if if you need to cancel, now's the There's, time, kind of deal. You, Probably you not. Know what my vote is? Nothing. They're going to be like, well, <laughs> okay. you. You, you didn't do it. And for like people who are pre-ordering Mario 3D World right now, like if they don't want it. Well, not, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, I mean, like, we gave you eight months to, <laughs> to cancel your pre-order. Yeah. And so and this, this, this started Monday or yesterday. I forget when it started. So if, if you had anything pre-purchased before that, it's still in a pre-purchase mode. You've already paid for it. You can't cancel it. And it's already been downloaded. So like, it's so, titles moving forward. Like we talked about last week, I pre-purchased the Leg- Final Fantasy Legends collection. So that's that's there, and I can't do anything about it. A lot. Yeah. So these are pre-orders now, no longer called pre-purchases. Yeah. And so they are not automatically downloaded, and they probably Correct. will be it's at the time that they're charged. That was the bummer, not getting the icon on my Seven days <laughs> out, yeah, you so, will... The, the icon will show up. It will down. It will do all the download once the money has been taken out so of your account. That'll think, happen on think, the 11th. I think this is a great move. I think it aligns really nicely with what other companies are doing. I think it's yes. a very consumer-forward move for them. Yes. Right? For them to be able to easily say, sure, look at... We're, we're not going to bill you until a game comes out, right? Which is great. And we're also giving you the opportunity to cancel that if you decide to change your mind in a very easy way, right? Like before it was kind of like, well, sure, look at it. It is what it is. We don't know what happens. I think this is a great move from Nintendo. It didn't seem like a lot of effort. So I think a win for them for sure. I think I like, I, I know that they're understanding. This is going to sound bad. Like their understanding of e-commerce and, and, and how the e-shop and the internet and all that works is evolving over time as they, as they grow. Oh, they're growing uh, up. They're doing yeah, so well. Yeah. yeah they're they're so finally cute. in Xbox 360 territory. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to say they're up to where, uh, three Microsoft was at the 360 launch. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, I, I'm like Justin. I think this is great. I think that, um, Potentially, it, it could turn into like, I mean, what what do they have to lose from offering pre-orders? I mean, they've been very clear up front. There's a ton of legalese between the top of the page and the bottom of the page. So they've completely <laughs> read you your rights. And told yeah, you've you got to scroll a screen and a half down it. to get to that uh, purchase so button. I don't really see anything wrong with this um, unless you forget 
that your pre-order there is there and you want to change it or you yeah. want to cancel it. See, it's good. I, good to change your mind, put it on I, your calendar if necessary. You know what? I kind of wish they gave us the option to pay now because uh, that happens. I do that a lot with Amazon. I'll pre-purchase, yeah. I'll pre-order a whole bunch of stuff and I like to try to pay for it when I can afford it. Like I'll get gift cards not, applied not to my account and then so say apply these, this funds to this purchase. That way when it, it is, does get, when it is released, I'm not surprised with uh, here's $60 that you forgot about and right. my, out of my account. Yep. So that's I, one of the cons. Yeah. So no I, I icon kinda, and no immediate purchase. So if see, you're, see, yeah, I, like I understand the no icon <laughs> because that way they don't have to have a build ready at the time of pre-order. No, pre-order oh, yeah. before building. I understand it too. I still wish they gave us the option to pay for it when we, when we want to. <laughs> well, I think what this will do with them, with them not having to have a build will allow games to show up in the eShop earlier. Uh, you know, like when yeah. they get announced, like, oh, maybe, maybe at the start of the year, you know, or toward the end of this year, we get another presentation and all of a sudden you can pre-order Breath of the Wild 2 and it's not coming out until March 2020, you know, so there you go. And it's not, and for me, like, I know you like the icons, Tim, but for me, they taunt me, you know, like I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tap them and I'll be like, maybe it'll let me in early. Maybe there'll be a glitch, you know, or something. Cause I've heard about that happening before. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it's just more annoying than anything. Cause it reminds me, I can't play the game. Um, and speaking yeah. of pre-orders, uh, every one of you right now, should run out and pre-order Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Holy crap! I'm so glad they're they're like I don't know what's going on, yep. but and that's the second game I pre-ordered. I we are getting that. more content for this game, uh, and you know, with it with the little snippet that was shown at the end, I don't know if that means new characters or new setting or new location, other than the fact that it looks like Mario is in front of a giant spiky black bell. Which well, is it, very ominous. Like, a lot of cat. like like the bell and all the trees and some of the buildings were all cat shaped. Yeah, they were yeah. cat shaped. I so I, I, yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm kind of thinking new levels, new story. Yeah, and, and I, I'm to, to, I'm going to go against what Antonio said before. This is the best 3D Mario game of all time. <laughs> it it takes it it great multiplayer. Fantastic level design. Music is out of this world. And it adds just the right dash of nostalgia. For those of you who have never played this game, they pull off a Super Mario Kart SNES homage in this game. And it is amazing. Including the music in the background. Yes, it is fantastic. You owe it to yourself to play... I think they might have shown that that level in the y'all, level montage. I'm telling you, the it, I think they did, but it, like you, you wouldn't have been able to tell it if you didn't know what you were looking for. Right. But I will say this: the like going into the final stage when you get to Bowser's world, the music on the map is just bonkers. It's oh, it's a masterpiece. Y'all need to play this game. Uh, the fact that there's more content, like honestly. Today, if if you gave me the choice, I would swap this game in 3D All Stars release dates. Bottom line, I would I would take Mario 3D World this year, but that's fine. Also, not announced in the direct, but available right now. They are making amiibo 
for this game, Cat Mario and Cat Peach, they are available right now for pre-order on Best Buy and other sources as well. I've already done that the, too. Those will come out on February. And they look furry. They do look furry. I'm hoping that that means they are actually like flocked or something. Yeah. And that they're soft. Otherwise, I was telling somebody I, this I, earlier. I, I think they, that's going to be really a really weird texture to hold. If it's, I, I think it's the weird texture. Is good. If it's sculpted fur. That, yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, All right. Some comments from the chat. Um, I hope we can play as Cat Bowser and Bowsette is the villainous. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Well, I mean, it is called Bowser's Fury. And so who knows? That would be Chef's Kiss. I know. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I may be the only one who thought this, but when I saw the name, uh, the first thing I thought of was I wonder how many people would mispronounce that as Bowser's Furry. <laughs> That I was, was that's not, I, I saw it saw that and thought furry at first and then I was like no that's that's not where I thought you were going with that I thought you were going fawful from Mario and Luigi I have fury oh, nice yeah uh, I didn't I didn't even think that that's normally where I do we, go as we round out this uh this bit of news I do want to call your attention to um super mario 35.com that you can go to right now it's an it's a, a mario blowout website. That yeah, I was going to ask if we wanted to talk about the pin set. Extremely, extremely well produced. You can go right now and complete missions, which will earn you a pin set that is a physical My Nintendo reward. You must be signed into your My Nintendo account to do these. Uh, there's actually going to be two waves of rewards. Wave one ends on December 22nd, which includes signing up for the Super Mario sweepstakes. Uh, five winners will win a Nintendo Switch system package, which includes a Switch, $100 in eShop credit, a Power A Mario wireless controller, Monopoly Super Mario Brothers, and Jenga Super Mario Brothers. And five people will also win a Nintendo Switch Lite, which gets a uh, package, which is the Switch Lite, $100 in eShop credit, Monopoly Super Mario Brothers, and Jenga, and a good smile Super Mario Nendoroid figure, which I think this is the better prize package, honestly, because <laughs> that figure is really cool. Uh, also, the pin set, uh, it'll include various Mario art from Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, World, and 64. But during the presentation, they also showed off past 64. So Sunshine, Galaxy, Odyssey, being shown off in that same art style. So there is a second pin set. We just don't know how to get it. Uh, you From there, you can go to the website. You can take a quiz. You can listen to music. You can get your This Is My Mario image, which Justin is showing off right there on his screen, by the way. Uh, and uh, you can also uh, see some other things you can do, like racing in the Super Mario Kart Tour on Mario Kart Tour starting September 8th and pre-purchasing the game. Um, it does look like well, you only have it, to complete five. It doesn't necessarily have to be a pre-purchase of 3D All Stars. You just have it. it you can purchase it. You have to before. purchase you the game. Have to purchase you have to it. Yes. It can be a digital purchase, which is automatically applied to your account, or physically purchase and then claim the coins that'll register your account. Yes. And then and, it says it still could take up to 48 hours after that to show up on the website. I'll throw this out here too about the pre-order thing. Just pre-ordering the game uh, digitally does not complete that mission. 
That mission will not be complete until Nintendo has money in their hands. Like not even it won't even if you pre-purchase it, it won't trigger until launch day or Correct. a few days which after means, launch right. day. Which means it's in, money is in Nintendo's bank account, not yours. Right. right. They want to be sure. Well, that you're think not of the money seven days before Make launch. It but- Make it rain. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it might unlock when they actually put the icon on your screen, uh, but we'll see. Tons of other stuff announced uh, during this. You know, Justin, you got something. I Yeah, like I know we're, we're segueing off. I just want to do two little quick things to think about here. Yeah. Uh, I found it incredibly interesting that through this, at no point did they reveal what their November game is going to be, right? They did not put any game on that November 13th, I think is the date, the Black Friday beforehand, kind of whatever it is that we would traditionally think of. So Nintendo still hasn't revealed that. Except for the Game & Watch. Except for the Game & Watch, exactly. Yeah, it'd be right? the 20th this year. The 20th. So they still haven't dated that. That's interesting. Not saying they have to have something, but it's a very, it's a, it's the most lucrative time of the year, literally, for a business and having a hot new product that is a recognizable resource in that time spot or in that spot is a very odd move for them not to have. I think we are going to get more news from them. And I think we're going to find out what fills that gap. I think, and I'm just speculating wild conjuncture thoughts here. Nintendo's done a really great job. I think with this of celebrating the 35, the past 35 years with Nintendo with Mario, but they didn't talk about anything beyond the last 35 years. And so there could be something there, right? Talked about that is, watch. Nothing to you, right? There could be something there, right? Like a Mario Odyssey 2 that drops into that spot, right? Um, so I do think we're still missing some information there. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I also think this is very interesting to say, this is the third week in a row that we have received some level of communication from Nintendo. Whether it has been their partner, shop, partner directs, their mini directs or this this hot this thirty fifth anniversary drop. Interesting that Nintendo is now beginning to pace up their speed again. We're seeing them reengage with communication. We're seeing them reengage with their, their fan base in a in the direct format. I think that's a really good sign for us. I think as fans, I think they're they're starting to find their footing again. We're, we should expect to see more from them. I also think it's very interesting that out of all of these, there has been zero hype. It is here is a tweet with a link to a YouTube video. And I think that's really interesting. What Nintendo is doing that we that we haven't talked about is Nintendo is re-level setting expectations and hype because we're guilty of this, right? If they had put out a presser two week two days ago, join us on Thursday. We're going to talk about thirty five years of Nintendo. We're going to be like, oh my god, we're going to speculate everything that's coming, and we're going to get our hype levels just way outside the norm. But instead, they don't do that, and they just say, here it is. It is what it is. So they're doing a really great job of actually controlling their messaging, resetting expectations, and re-engaging their audience. And the other interesting thing about it is that if we had had the hype beforehand, right, if we came in this and Marty's like, and we're going to get Odyssey 2, and we're going to get this, this episode would have been him being like, oh, we didn't get that, and sure, look, at that's upsetting. But because they don't have that level of hype, they don't have that, that, that runway, it's actually re-leveling. And I think it's a fascinating move that they're doing. Um so I don't, I don't know. That's that's kind of a little bit of my um, little my rant. I guess they're training us. They are. They're re- they're retraining us to be very honest, right? I think it's very interesting. I would Expect not be shocked. Nothing. Appreciate what you get. That's a little bit of it. I would not be shocked if next week we actually get a direct. 
I would not like, and, like, and, I, and, I, and I don't mean to like start swirling up the hype meter, but just the way that they're positioning themselves. Too late. Partners, minis, this one. I, w- I would not be shocked if by the middle of September we get some kind of mainstream direct just drop like this, and then at the end of September we'll get another partner. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, they've they've ticked all the boxes, right? They've done a mini yep. uh, partner direct. They've done Mario. They've done Indies. What's left? A general direct. And we're coming up on a year since one of those. Yeah. Uh, so, but but I will say this, like, as the, the Nintendo fan that I am, uh, I am I was absolutely over the top thrilled and satisfied by this presentation today. Uh, every bit of it, every bit of it was fantastic. Uh, and I mean, it's no secret that I'm biased toward the Mario franchise. I think that this, I said this in our reaction, this is how you celebrate 35 years, right? This is how you celebrate 35 years of a mascot. It's not, well, we won't do anything. Or, you know, we'll put it off and we'll throw throw you a bone, we'll throw you a game, or we'll do a mobile game. No, this is how you, you celebrate. And it makes me look forward to what they're going to do with Zelda next year. Like Tim has kind of already alluded to, I think it's going to be big. I think that, uh, it, it, you know, I, honestly, all of Nintendo's well-known IP deserve this much love, right? Like it just... We deserve. They deserve that thing. Uh, F zero. I said right. all of Nintendo's <laughs> loved IP. Uh, apparently, not enough people love F zero. Uh, Metroid. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see. Honestly, Justin saying that about November game. Uh, that may be where we get Metroid Prime trilogy. No, it's not big enough. I, I agree with Justin. I- I, okay, then let me go back to what I originally said a few shows ago. I think it's Pokemon Snap. Possibly. That? I think yep. it's Pokemon Snap. That could happen. For that sure. is Definitely. like, yeah, that's that possible. Is more likely than not. And Trilogy could be the January game because we didn't get anything uh, for January. Oh, yeah. But just it makes I more mean, sense you, in You're that right slot. about that because, like, we've now we know here we are. It's August, right? There's not September. a lot going on this month or September. You know, we passed August. Not a lot going it went on in, in in September or in August. It's September. <laughs> we know what our game is for this month. We know what our game is for next month. We know what we don't have anything in December. We have nothing we? for November, December, or January. Right. And if we're looking at about a game a month, then there is a little bit of a roadmap for me. So, yeah, they are. This, this is the thing. We complained about Nintendo not having a roadmap, not showing us a roadmap. They had one. But they're, what they're doing is they're playing their cards, like, not in order, which for us is like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. You're, you've showed us, you've shadow dropped three weeks ago Pikmin, and we're like, and? And now today you're telling us that in two weeks from now is is this collection, and we're like, what? I was going to make right? a poker reference, but again, I don't think anyone would get yeah. it, so I'll and just then, keep no, that to probably not. And then in four months from now, we're like, well, by the way, here's 3D World. You're like, what? Again, but then here's the other thing I will say. What they're showing us, other than 3D World, is that the games are ready. They're very short cycles. This is very traditional for Nintendo. You don't have to wait long, right? The fact that it came up and we're like, in two weeks from now, we're going to be playing the 3D collection. That's a banger. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Also, during this, and kind of segue into what we're going to talk about next, uh, during the middle of all of this, Nintendo very quietly updated the eShop. 
not only with the pre-purchase or pre-order like we've already talked about before, this week they also added a feature in that allows you to see how much time is remaining on sales for games that you might possibly be be interested in. Like, you know, it's on sale for 11 more days. It's on sale for two more days. So I think this is a fantastic, fantastic thing because I was going to buy Bastion and Transistor on sale when they were $3 and completely missed it. I thought I had a couple more days left and I was making sure the money was right. And then I go to buy them and they're 20 bucks each. And I was like, oh, you know, like what happened? Well, the, the sale ran out. Uh, so that's going to be there. Also, when you open up the eShop right now, you'll notice that it has been reskinned with a Mario theme. I don't know how long this will last, if it will go until March of next year. Uh, but the bar on the side has been turned red with a Mario uh, print in the background with various titles. And the loading bar is now uh, an image of Mario from N64 running. Yep. I thought that was pretty fun. And I noticed today when I pre-ordered the, the 3D World collection, or the, I mean the 3D All-Stars, uh, he ran across the top of the screen mm-hmm. when I did that. And I thought that was a wonderful little callback to what it did during on the Wii, you know, when you yeah. were downloading something and Mario kept running across the screen and hitting the blocks. Because that process took forever to download a 10-meg game. Yeah, I, I'm i here for this. Like, I think that they need to do more stuff like this. I would love to see them, like, reskin the eShop for whatever game is hot that month. Like, yep. you know, Pikmin. Reskin it for Pikmin. Why not? You know, what I think is interesting about this, too, is that Nintendo has shown us in a roundabout way that they can do themes. Well, slight little rebuttal on this. You know, the eShop is basically a web page. You just don't see the browser interface. All they really have to do in in most cases is change the CSS file to change background images. Adding the Mario animations a little bit of different effort, but yeah, you know, ch- changing the CSS is like two five minutes of work and deploy. Maybe let me let me clarify what I'm saying. They're willing to do themes. Yeah, but yeah, you know, doing doing a, an OS level theme that's that's slightly. I'm not saying it's difficult either, but it's it's more complicated than just editing a CSS file for a web page. Okay, I'm just saying I think it's interesting that they'll theme the eShop, but yeah. they won't I, they won't really see more. I themes. still think the the the, the best uh, eShop the, reskinning I saw was on Wii U when Wind Waker launched. They had uh, that the I forget the name of the character, but one of the store's themes that had the guy dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. I would. I just. I would like to see them do more of that. So you can go head over to the eShop and check that out. Check out the deals. See how long they're going to last. Uh, and check out that Mario uh, skin as well. Let's talk a little bit about Pokemon Go. Um, raids are no longer going to use damage per team to determine determine the number of Premier Balls to give players. Uh, instead, Premier Balls will be given based on the time it takes to take down a raid. That means in Mega Raids, the time it takes to take down the Mega Raid target determines the number of Mega Candies you also receive. Uh, and players now can get uh, three remote raid passes from in-game shop uh, for one coin for a limited time. Uh, it can be redeemed once and only if you don't already have three or, uh, or more remote raid passes. And Mega Pidgeot may be available in raids if unlocked. 
during the first week of mega raids of 2 million mega raids are won before Monday at 10 p.m. local time. And don't forget, September 20th is Porygon Community Day. Uh, he'll be in the wild more frequently, and you can evolve a Porygon 2 before 7 p.m. to get him to learn or to, to make him a Porygon Z that, that knows Tri-Attack. Porygon will be available as spawns when pictures are taken up to five times, and you can do a special research decoding Porygon for 99 cents. Here's the big news about Pokemon Go. Support is ending for various devices uh, at the end of October, which means a, probably a big update is coming. Uh, Android 5, iOS 11, iPhone 5S, and iPhone 6 will no longer be able to run Pokemon Go. Which kind of worries uh, me because I play with a 7, and while, so in, while it's still supported, it's going to be the next on the chopping block to go. TikTok. It's coming. It's happening. Well, the sevens uh, for my alt device. I those you know I, I play through accounts. Is your baller like that? A Pokemon right. baller? You're not like the guy who has the bike that has like seven cell phones set up. That was kind of awesome to look at. <laughs> Jesse's like <laughs> we have very different versions of awesome, don't we? Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> instead of throwing shade, let's uh, throw what we've been playing into the mix, shall we? All right, Antonio, you are first up. What have yeah. you been playing? So two two primary things I've been playing. First one is Nexamon Extinction, which... Did a, a first look for uh, recently, so go check out the the YouTube page. Um, and it's basically like a Gen One, Gen Two Pokemon clone uh, with uh, a number of kind of uh, additions and and updates to specifically like the game HUD and things like that. I really liked it. I thought the the writing was really funny. Uh, since playing Paper Mario, I've really wanted humor in my in in my games, and so this is something that uh, that kind of tickled me a little bit as well so i have really been in, enjoying it um and then the, the thing i've been playing most of though is is spirit fair uh and i think we're at, well we can kind of talk about this as a as a group a little bit but this this game is really ah man i love this game i really do mm. i think this is one of my absolute favorite games of the year thus far and something that has really really taken um taken me by storm um i i love the characters um it's really heartfelt um i think one of the things that's really stuck out to me is is the kind of the farming aspect and being able to and I'm, i don't know uh, th this really isn't a spoiler it happens pretty early on in the game but like getting to play um sort of like the guitar to, to make the, the the plants grow um larger i don't know something about that i found like pretty magical and and i just this game has really gotten me this game uh has helped me through some tough stuff yeah. this week uh and if you like are wondering what it is it like here's how i would describe it it's 2d animal crossing on a ship because like, if you think about it, like if you've been playing it, yeah, you know, you cook, you farm, you take care of people, you add on to your boat and you go on adventures. And it's never like go punch this guy in the face. No. It's like collect this, these dark jellyfish and get all the stuff out of them. And then you'll be able to build more cool stuff for the people you're, you're ferrying around. Um, it's so chill and super relaxing. Like I pop into it. 
for a little bit and then go play something else. Right. And I, the more I play it, the more I want to play it. <laughs> and it's about uh, taking care of people, you know, yeah. like that's, and that's something that's, I think, especially for us in this community is something that's just really important, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's certainly, um, you know, being able to do some like, you know, there's hunger management, you know, making sure everybody's fed, making sure everybody's had a good hug recently, you know, oh, yeah, uh, there's a hug mechanic. I mean, and how could you beat a game that has a hug mechanic? <laughs> and any game where you can pet the animal is a good game. Uh, your, your character has a cat that follows them around all the time and you can bend down and hug the cat. And I, I'm never, like, I don't know that that I is, haven't tried that yet. But you yeah. have to like you have to face the cat. You have to crouch, and then the cat will get a, a white aura around it, and you can you okay. can press A and interact with it. And it doesn't give you any bonus. It's just you can hug the cat, right? Why would you not? Yeah. Be? It's like you can pet the dog. Why would you not be able to pet the dog? The dog's a good boy. The dog needs pets. There you go. Can I ask a quick question about this? Yeah. Because um, I think Jesse, you've been playing it too, Tim. Have I, you? I, I'm only. A- just under two hours in, I did a stream earlier this week, and that's what's on the stream is all I've done so far. Okay. I, I, I'm liking what I've played so far. It's a little bit slower paced than I was thinking, but sure. you know, I said in the video well, that's not a bad thing. It picks yeah, up. I mean, it's you're just, definitely like a, a, sh- a gun, gun and run shooting kind of guy, so I'd expect that this would be completely out of your genre. <laughs> um, so my question I have here: this looks like it's an emotional killer. Like this feels like I should probably sit down with a box of tissue. And be ready for a good cry. But I also think that like my daughter would love this kind of game because she loves like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing. Is this like, I guess from a parenting perspective, how do you guys, it's the balance, right? Between like game, like, I, I don't know. I'd love to hear your parenting perspective on this as well. Not just the gamer perspective. You so guys that. there's some language, which uh, is number like one. Inappropriate language or just yeah. like hard to talk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like some, so, some, some, some four letter words. Some okay. swear, some okay. swears, um, but I'm like I'm kind of cautious with it just on the premise of the game, okay. which is that you are ferrying people to their eternal destination. Yeah, and the, the what I'm like I haven't played enough of it to figure out, but like you're the only human; everyone else is an animal. And I think that that is some kind of representation of their personality. Uh, and that, but like what I'm starting to learn and what you kind of start to learn through the game is that your character knows all of these people. Yeah. And so to me, see, I've only met the first character so far and they did specifically say we've known each other since kids. Yeah. Like, and I've got maybe I've gotten there's three on my boat now. And so, like, they all interact and they all know each other. And so, to me, that tells me that there's something else going on. There's another story yes. that is building under the main story. And I, I have heard it described as emotional. Okay. And so, okay. as a parent perspective, this would be one of those games where I would be like, if my daughter wants to play this game, maybe this is a game we sit down and I say, let's do this together. Right. It's because then you can discuss some of those things. Because uh, I, I think I mentioned this on the show uh, a little while ago. My son is really tenderhearted and he really cares about people. And he, like, if he, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the the thing called the Enneagram. Like, I'm a I'm a four, which is like fours feel everything. He is 
he's a four. Like that's his number uh, out of nine. Like there's, you know, you're a one, but one, two, three, four, on up to nine. Uh, the problem with fours is now is I want to feel, know where I am on this scale. Yeah, the, the fours, negative the, three. The, the problem with fours is we feel everything. Everything is based on feelings and not facts, and so we psych ourselves out and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I'm like the opposite of that. <laughs> I walked into my bedroom where he was playing Paper Mario. And he had finished the game, and he was in tears. I know exactly why. Yep. Like, he was done. And he even told me afterwards, he said, I hate this game because of how it, like how strongly it made him feel sad at the end of the mm-hmm. game. And, you know, we that gave me a great opportunity to talk to him about, you know, you don't have to regret your feelings and you don't have to, you don't have to be upset because you feel a certain way. No. It just means you were really connected to it and you really got something out of it. And people right? still say games are not art. Right. Yeah. He did, right. He, he did the same thing in Minecraft story mode the first season, like at the very last chapter, something happens and it just destroyed him. And so like I might like as a parent who knows that about my child, like I didn't know that he was going to react that way to Paper Mario, mm-hmm. but my daughter's also like she, she gets touched by things like you know, Disney movies and things just tug her heartstrings. So if like if she she's seen me play Spirit Fair and she has said like oh that might be nice and I'm so we might be having a conversation about maybe we need to play this together. Okay. I want to say that's not like, you know, through the the entire game, right? There there are plenty of moments where it's it's not as um as heavy, right? There there's oh, some yeah. really lighthearted moments. I like the the uh doing some cooking is really fun, uh gathering ingredient ingredients, doing the actual seafaring is pretty cool. Um and we'll talk about this when we we have the going to parenting with with Mario, but but Marty, I I have almost an identical experience with Paper Mario that we could talk about. Oh wow, okay. Like I, I do like what I've what I've seen in Spirit Fair so far. Like you you set your boat on a course, and then you don't have to sit and wait for it. You can just yeah. do other things. Go, go you fish. can fish. You can cook. Yeah. Play guitar. Yeah, it's it's great. Build things. Yeah, Cra- there's crafting. There's yeah. swimming. I mean, I like oh her little magic orb turns into hot mitts. <laughs> yes, yes, and an ore. Uh, yeah. I missed. I did. I didn't see that the first time she t- turned into an orb, but I did it the second time. But uh, and then she'll like like juggle it. I'm like, I think you should be a little bit more careful with your tool. <laughs> awesome. So that's what I've been playing. Okay, Justin, what about you, brother? All right, I've got a list, and I'm going to try and do this speedy. So I'm going to try and make them short. Some of them you've played. Some of them you haven't. Let's jump in. All right. Let me actually let me bring up my list. Do, 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 do. All right. Here we go. Do we got a timer? Put the timer up, Jesse. Put the timer up, Jesse. Now oh, you're killing me. I asked for a timer. That's all I asked for. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. A short hike. I love this. This is fantastic. Speaking of a super chill game, absolutely highly recommend this. Less than $10. I loved every moment of this thus far and will continue to. It's such a perfect cleanser and uh, an accompaniment to something like Animal Crossing. Inmost, spooky, 8-bit art style, super cool, really unique, but a lovely story, but it's also creepy. West of Dead, Ron Perlman's voice acting, fantastic. Sound design, fantastic. 
Why no other character is voiced over is absolutely bonkers. This is a roguelike three-dimensional that makes you in a Western world where you feel like a bad person. I'm not going to make you do the button. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a lot of fun and I, I'm really enjoying it. I recommend this. Bioshock Remastered. New to me. That's creepy and scary. But I like it and it's really cool on the Switch. And I like blowing up small children. The Last Campfire. That's, that's a sound bite to tape. Right. The Last Campfire. That's an emotional one. That's a little bit of a That'll, that'll make you feel things in the heart. You know what I'm saying? Also, there are bugs in that game that will make you have to restart over again. You may want to wait for an update. Several people have experienced it. However, I would highly, highly recommend it. Windbound. Great idea. Survivalist game. Very cool. Story. Super, super thin. Not really feeling the level of attachment with it that I'd like to. But I love the crafting idea. Uh, and Spellbreak. Imagine Fortnite, but you're a wizard. And those are the games I've been playing. <laughs> okay, hang on. I need you to elaborate on that. Is yes. it good? Is Spellbreak, like, is it Fortnite, like, it feels good? It's Are, uh, so, you, shooting, are you shooting spells? Uh, so you have gauntlets on your hands. And so, like, so, so yeah. Pew, 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 pew. But it's like, pachoo, pachoo. Gotcha. Uh, it's, it's so, it's, so it's, so it's, it's, so here's how it's Fortnite-esque. It is Battle Royale. It is free to play, and it is actually free to play. You do not need to buy any of their expansion. They don't have a battle pass yet. It is literally, you can jump in right now, 100% free. Um, you don't need to buy Founders Packs, which is really cool. Um, the it, it reminds me of Realm Royale. If you guys remember Realm Royale from Hi-Rez Studios a couple of years ago. It's kind of set in this, like, again, you're... Magicians. I do remember that one, yeah. The art style is kind of cool as well. It's it's a little bit more sh um, cell shaded, but the idea is like so. Like one hand is fire, and you have like a primary weapon, and then a special a special burst, and then like the other is like toxic. Well, if I throw a toxic, and then I throw a fire at it, it explodes and makes a bigger explosion. Ooh. So that's kind of cool. Um, and so these are customizable. There is a storm that comes in. You have to get through a storm. You have to like not die. There are other abilities that you can gain, like bursting or like disappearing. There's chests that have shields and health and stuff. There's no bat, um, no building. However, the verticality is really cool because you can actually like boost and float and hover, so you can fly around and over stuff. Okay. The other really interesting thing, as opposed to something like a Fortnite, where it's you're shooting at the person, in this game you're more shooting to where the person's going to be. So it's a little less precision that way. There is no real sniper shot. Because there's so much verticality and movement, which is a really fascinating thing. Um, my first match I played, my, we uh, right now you, uh, you can only enter into squads of three. So I got stuck with two other random people. First match I went into, we won. Um, and I got five of the kills. And there was like eight kills on the team. So I was like, huh. Second match, I we won also. Third match I got killed. Fourth match I got killed. So I'm not 100% sure if it's scaling based on skill, right? I'm a level I'm a level 2 now. Right? So was there so am I going against other level 2s? I have not seen someone who's like a level 40. So I think there may be some scaling and matching which is kind of cool as well. It is cross platform. I check I'd recommend checking it out. Again, Spellbreak just came out on the eShop today. It is free to play. It's running on the Epic Store as well, I believe, with the Epic um, background engine. Very cool. What are the games cool. I've been playing? Tim you're up. All right. 
Animal Crossing as usual with the family, so uh, I'll just keep on moving. We've been having fun with that, so I'll just keep on moving. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, didn't play much. I was hoping to be able to play actually last weekend with a couple guys in the uh, community, but we just couldn't line it up, and uh, just with school coming up, my wife and I found a perfect time to start talking about it at the time I was going to start playing with uh, the Johns, <laughs> I think it was, so... Um, but, Playing with uh, the Johns might be the title of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I did set up my character, um, but I didn't do any missions yet or anything like that. I didn't start playing. I did a tutorial and all that. So I'm looking forward to be able to jump into that and play it with some of the with people. Just hopefully <laughs> get some experience it since I bought it. So, because my family has no interest right now, it's really weird. My the games I think my family will have interest in, they don't, and then I won't buy any games, and then they'll be like, "Oh, we should get this game and totally play it." And it's like, okay, so I'm just going with the flow here. <laughs> uh, Axiom Verge, I've been playing because of our monthly mayhem. I've been playing that. Um, I'll probably play the Gato Robato game the second one that is so good yeah it's so good that'll probably be my second one because i didn't get to play that one yet and i do own it so um but i need to get through axiom verge so i'm playing that and then windbound i've also been playing that as well uh the first time i played that again it's a um i didn't know it was roguelike for one i did not know that about this game um on, and I didn't know there was going to be as much crafting as there is now in this game as well. Um, so when you first go into a game expecting one thing and it's not that one thing, you your mind is not into it, at least not for me. So I had to, you know, I was dying. I was not surviving. I was starving my character because <laughs> I wasn't eating enough food because you have to eat and find food in order to survive and keep going. New wizard fight. needs food badly. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like the, the fire and the flame, similar to that, that uh, that was like early Nintendo Switch, really similar, like a lot of eating. Yes. Really? Yeah, you got to make sure, because you have stamina you have to keep up, and so you have to eat, um, and uh-huh. it keeps your health up as well. Um, and I, I basically... Again, I was expecting to do one thing of going in and I just kept dying, so I had to stop playing. And then I went back into the game after Justin, you were saying you were playing and you wanted to talk about it more. So I was like, okay, let me get, let me give this another try. I got a better mindset of what I have to do. And I went in there and so far I've been knocking it out of the park. I've been able to keep myself alive, go from island to island. Cause that's uh, basically your character goes in, um, uh, you're stranded on an island and you have to use the resources on that island to be able to go to the next island. Um, basically survive and go to the next island. So, um, and you're basically learning about your heritage from what I can understand, uh, and unlocking these beams of light. I'm not sure exactly what they are, but you unlock these beams of light on these islands, which unlocks bridges on the final island that you need to open up and get your and something from your ancestors from to be able to then move on to the next chapter of the game. So I was able to do that all in chapter one, uh, figuring that all out um, by 
getting my resources, surviving on one island, building a boat, building a sail for that boat, and be able to traverse to the other islands and get to what I needed to do to complete the first chapter. Now that I've done that, I've got a wet, I got a ancestral spear that I can use, and I'm in chapter two, and that's where I left it. So this is not usually a game, if I had known about this from the get-go, from their video, or anything else watching it, I probably would not have picked up. But Yeah, it's, you know, that's, and that's the thing, right? I, I would just kind of, like, Tim, out of all the games I've been playing, and I was thinking, I was like, if I have to rank like which ones I'd recommend, this is probably near the end of it near the bottom of it um conceptually i think it's an interesting idea but i think they've just missed some really uh, key points of their execution um that they could really just tightened up on and i think it would have done a little bit better so yeah there's not right now again i've only done the first chapter there's not a lot of action part of it i don't know if this game was meant to have any action uh but it's just just basically you're going around the island collecting resources keeping yourself alive and being able to use those resources to move on to the next step of the story. Um, I haven't fought anything. There's some sailing elements to it too. That I've never sailed, so I don't know 100% what I'm supposed to do with the sailboat because there's a, a lot of things you got to do there. It's not that complicated. It's just a lot of understanding uh, the lingo, I guess, or what I'd have to do to be able to loosen up the ties or tighten them mm-hmm. up uh, in order to sail. And I'm not 100% sure exactly what to do there. But it, it, And it doesn't necessarily teach you either. So you're basically stranded. You have to survive and move on to the next chapter. Again, I don't know if you fight anything um, to make this more exciting of a game or if it's just one of the, if it's just a matter of surviving, learning about your heritage, and moving on throughout each chapter to do that. So uh, I'm learning a little bit more as I play, and I'm probably going to play again just to get a little bit more feel for it and decide if I want to continue to play this or not from there. That's what I've been playing. Awesome. Jesse, what about you? Okay, so I already mentioned about Spiritfarer. I plan on playing more of that this week. Um, Then, uh, you know, week three of playing Dragon Quest VI Realms of Revelation. I Kind of a funny story on this one. I got to the final boss, cut, just kind of got pounded. So th- th- this game has a job system. And so, right. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Uh, so what I decided to do is I wanted to grind out some levels, grind out some jobs. And when you, when you learn an ability from a job and then switch jobs, you still keep the abilities. So if you master, they, they have like pro- basic jobs and then secondary jobs that you can learn once you know, know certain combinations of the primaries. So once you know like two or three of the secondary jobs, you know a crap ton of powerful abilities. So I spent like three days just kind of mindlessly grinding while I was like watching TV and YouTube videos. So not really paying attention to what I'm doing because I know I can not die here because it's safe where I'm fighting is a safe area, but still hard enough that I get job points. But, but I, at the end, I think I gained five levels and every character gained at least two, at least three or four primary jobs and one or two secondary jobs. So went to fight the main, the main bad again and never lost a life. Didn't 
So no coffins, no zings to, to revive myself. I'm like, okay, I think I overleveled a little bit, but that's kind of part, half the fun. You know, if once you're, it, it's the actual grinding isn't usually fun, but if you can get into a zone and just kind of shut off your brain, the, the end result can be pretty amusing. So rolled credits on that game. So that makes the sixth Dragon Quest game I've rolled credits on this year. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I do, plan on doing some of the post-game. I don't know if I'll do all of it. I normally don't. I normally get far enough in until I get pounded again by the, by the next big bad, and then I choose if I want to grind more or not, or call it a day. If I choose the, the next Dragon Quest game, I don't know, know if I want to try 7 again, because that was not a small game. Or 9, which again is not a small game. 9 is apparently shorter than 7, though. Awesome, but I have a lot. Of, I have a decent backlog from the last two weeks on the Switch, so I'll probably I'll be doing some of those before I play another Dragon Quest game. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing Fortnite uh, as, like, more than ever before because of the this season being Marvel themed. Um, I am uh, had just crested level twenty two and unlocked the uh, Jennifer. Uh, Walter's skin, I think is what it's called, She-Hulk, prior to uh, prior to transformation. Uh, she, uh, I'm about halfway through level 22, um, finished all of the week one challenges, including uh, killing Dr. Doom three times, which was a pain. In yes, the butt. it was. Yes, it was. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. But week two challenges are out right now. I'm going to be grinding on those over the weekend. Um, my son is... <laughs> He's level 32, so he's 10 wow. levels ahead of me. Uh, and another kid that I talked to tonight at a f- local football game, I was like, hey, man, what level in Fortnite are you? Because I know he plays all the time. He's like, I'm 50. I was like, dude, it's been out a week. He's like, yeah, I'm 50. Do you not sleep? Wow. That is I don't grind. guess so. I don't guess so. He's like nine years old. Uh, to be a kid. He probably is way better than me. At the game, he way better than that. Uh, Justin, you're playing right now, right? Yes, I am. Okay, yes, so there is some kind of in-game event coming, like very, very soon. Okay, there has to be because these uh, there's these red machines yep. that are out, and like they say, Stark Industries on the side, yep. and they've been shooting this beam up into the sky all week, and now yep. it's starting to spin. Yeah, that will uh, that will probably build for the next several several weeks, and probably I think in a week or two we're going to see something come of that. I thought uh, that it would be this weekend, and here's why: because Marvel's Avengers just launched on PlayStation Four and Xbox. Yep. And I thought, even though it's not on Switch, Fortnite is multi-platform game, so I thought that perhaps this was some kind of tie-in for that. I I, I would love to think that. I doubt it though. Um, if I'm being completely honest, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it's part of the Galactus storyline that they're trying to like try to protect in some way. I don't know, but maybe it's a big awesome. comic right now with the yeah. Thor comic. Yeah, too, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the Galactus. So. Uh, e- either way, I'm loving this. Like, I as a casual Fortnite player, uh, I'm loving the weapons that they've chosen to bring back in this season, uh, and just uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's it, to me. It's a lot of fun right now. I'm really enjoying it. 
Uh, I also downloaded Super Mario All-Stars today when it launched on the SNES app and have been playing that. Which we didn't uh, even talk about at the top of the show. I know. I know. It's a shadow <laughs> drop today. Uh, I am super excited that this is out there because I sank a very significant portion of time into Super Mario All-Stars as a teenager uh, or preteen when this first came out on the on the Super Nintendo uh, it brings back a lot of memories, a, a lot of uh, nostalgia, and I'm super excited about it. I can't wait to continue to play it. Uh, and then my Nintendo play of the week is Marvel's Avengers. I've already mentioned this. Uh, it's out on PlayStation 4 right now. It's where I bought it because on PlayStation 4, you can play as Spider-Man eventually. Uh, and why would you not want to play as Spider-Man, Right. Uh, so, uh, he's going to be one of the DLC characters along with Hawkeye. Uh, I played about an hour of the game earlier. Um, love it. Feels great so far. It's, uh, I, I, I probably could have progressed further than I am, but I did a lot of like exploring and being sure to catch all the little details. And y'all, if you are a fan of, Marvel Comics. If you're a fan of Avengers, I can't recommend this enough. Um, already, there's been callbacks to like really iconic lines in the comics and in the movies uh, and different things. And I don't think this is a spoiler because it was in the beta. But um, within the first hour, you get to play as Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Captain America. And Kamala Khan. Now, there's like you, you're basically just moving her around. There's no combat with her because when you start the game, you're playing her as like a child. So, but y'all, it, it's legit. It's legit. I don't know that I'm, I'm going to dip into any of the multiplayer crap with it at all because internet, but uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm excited for it. Uh, being that I played in the beta as soon as I signed in, I unlocked a butt ton of costumes and um, backgrounds for my um, nameplate and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and I also got the deluxe edition, uh, which was the slightly more expensive one that gave you six exclusive costumes and some other stuff as well. I want this game so bad, but I have so many other games to finish first. <laughs> right. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, I had um, a pre-order on Paper Mario. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I also bought Paper Mario. <laughs> I went and downloaded it to my Switch. <laughs> I had paid off Paper Mario at GameStop and forgot about it. They didn't call me. They didn't do any reminder text. I even went and looked on my GameStop like, like the app, app. Yeah, they told and me the not, app is worthless. It didn't even, <laughs> it didn't even show it. So yeah. I thought, I'm like, did I dream that? Did I? Because, you know, right. like I had COVID in the middle of that. Like, I, I don't know. So one day, like the end of July, they call me and they're like, uh, you know, you've got a copy of Paper Mario up here. Um, and it's completely paid for. And I was like, they're like, do you want it? And I was like, nah. Not really. Can I do something <laughs> else with that money? And they were like, sure. What would you like to do with it? And so 
I was like Ralphie at Christmas in a Christmas story. Like I blanked yeah. for a minute. I was like, oh, football. No, I was like, put it on Pikmin. I hate Pikmin. <laughs> and, and so then today I went and I like, oh, y'all legit. This is so stupid. I, I legit went today and I was like, this game comes out tomorrow, September 3rd. September 3rd is Friday. It's not. It's today. Uh, and I was like, I, uh, and so I go up to the counter and they know me by name at GameStop. All right. Which is cool. So I come in. They're like, what can we do for you today, Marty? And I was like, well, I want to take the money I have on Pikmin and put it on Avengers. And then she's like, okay, so you still owe like 10 bucks on it from, you know, like when you reserved it. And I was like, that's fine. And she pulls it out of the cabinet and I look at her and I'm like, are you letting me buy this early? <laughs> And she looks at me and she goes, huh? <laughs> right, you totally <laughs> Are you letting me buy it early? Because it doesn't come out till tomorrow. It comes out September 3rd. And she looks at me and she was like, it's September 3rd. <laughs> then she's like, this is a calendar. We sell it for $10 also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Mario calendar. It's currently <laughs> it's currently 50% off because we only have three months. Right. right. So I got it and took it home. And I didn't get to crack it open until 9 o'clock tonight. So, well, I know I did. And then it was like, here's your mandatory 10 gigabyte download. Yeah, I was like, then you have to install it. Then you have to patch it. It actually did not install all that much. I was really surprised. Like, it was it was like that. Maybe so much of the game had to be patched. You didn't have to download the 10, 10 copy gig, it from the disk. 10 gig day one patch. So, that's that. But I'm loving it so far. Like I said, I'm probably about 45 minutes into the story. I actually paid off uh, the the Lego Star Wars game that is now delayed till next year. Yeah. Uh, so I could potentially take that money and just say, you know, take it off of there and put it to this. But it's the time I don't have. Oh, I yeah. I have all these other games to play. Were you still playing Ghost of Tsushima? Yes, I'm still playing that game. I still got Iron Man VR to play. I'm sorry. When did we rebrand this the PlayStation conversation? Nintendo. We've Dad. got Antonio here wanting to talk about Lego, and you're sitting here well, talking about you're Marvel. right. You're right. We need, here. we need to move on. Let's uh, let's turn on the community spotlight, shall we? When we have a guest that is as VIP as a Patreon producer or any guest at all, really, we love to turn on the community spotlight and let them talk about what they are loving, what they are doing, where they where uh, we can find them and you can interact with them on social media. Uh, but for our Patreon producers, we also give them the opportunity to bring a topic that they have prepared for the show. And so at this time, we're going to turn it over to you, Antonio. Yeah. The show is yours. Perfect. Uh, the, the thing that I wanted to talk about today specifically, we've already, we've already touched on it a little bit is parenting with Mario. Um, and I think Marty, you and I had a very similar experience and this is sort of where the sort of story begins is that in the middle of, uh, of July, you know, when we get, when we get the paper Mario drop, I had, no idea that my son would take to this game in the way that he mm. did. And, uh, you know, because it's over the summer, you know, we're looking for things to sort of enrich the educational experience. Right. And like, make sure that there's no like summer slide, 
you know, so um, I, I had my son, uh, you know, there's a lot of dialogue, look, actually read uh, the game to me. And so like he's, you know, he's just just started the first grade. They just started school here in North Carolina on uh, the past couple of weeks. And uh, and so we, you know, I sort of pushed him to, to sort of read like a good amount of the, the dialogue and we'd take turns. Well, then the story started to unfold. And, uh, you know, we had like and again, we won't do any spoilers for those that are still playing the game. But, you know, there's sort of two like major moments throughout that game that uh, that are yeah. really, really tug at you and, and me as well. I mean, I, I was getting uh, I was getting pretty misty, guys. Um, so um, the uh, so in both of those instances, I could tell that he had um, gone through a, a good amount of transform- transformation in that time. I, I can remember like kind of moments like that for me as a, as a young kid where you begin to realize things about your life. Right. And uh, and and Paper Mario, I could tell was that for him. And we it actually gave us the opportunity to have our very first kind of like what I would consider one of those, you know, father son moments um, that, uh, you know, you had some really difficult conversations. And uh, again, we don't have to talk about the actual game itself, but in both of those instances, one sort of in the middle of the game and one directly at the end in uh, in, in both cases, like he he was in just fall fallout. I mean, just uh uh, tears and and didn't didn't necessarily have the kind of um uh, didn't say he hated the game but but certainly but certainly i could tell that it, it it really touched him and all that did though was like i told him i was like buddy we you know that there's other mario games to play and and he was like no way like the story doesn't have to end right and like and so we i just i, I put on odyssey he hadn't had the chance to play yet and he's collected 300 moons and like this is just in the in this in this last month and so this is the first game that he's actually playing because i was like you know um with uh work really starting to pick back up um you know post uh you know post quarantine at least here um you know i haven't had as much time to play and so i was like you know you don't need me to play this you can you can play it you could do it on 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 your own and so like now with with odyssey all of a sudden it's like he's in like i i i, I see like that that sort of lifelong gamer begin to mm. to sort of creep into the end of view, which is pretty cool. Um, so, you know, and then school started recently, you know, we got the remote learning here in, in North Carolina. I'm sure, you know, all of you out there sort of experiencing similar thing. And during the, during the breaks that they give throughout the day, um, Lego Mario has been where it's at. So like did provide like, you know, either the, the kind of the uh, little uh, blind bags, which, anybody out there i'm only missing three fuzzy blooper and urchin so <laughs> i've got a bunch of uh duplicates if, you, if you're interested in training or uh trading um but uh yeah so we give them you know throughout the first couple weeks of of school here during breaks giving them an opportunity to crack open some of the these sets and like have a little uh we're a big lego household we've done like a couple uh a Lego birthday parties at, at Legoland down in Florida near my parents. So like, I mean, we, you know, Lego's sort of a big uh, part of our, our life and he, he, he loves uh, Lego. So, and even my, my three-year-old is all, all of a sudden through Lego Mario is all in as well. So, I mean, it's, it's been wild in, in Mario's 35th uh, birthday um, today really just capped it off. He was, he was going nuts when, when I, when he saw that there was three more of these 3d games coming out. I, I couldn't believe the look on his face. So it was like just an absolutely beautiful moment and uh, and seeing sort of Mario begin to capture, you know, my kids, uh, you know, attention and, and really get them into into this, you know, sort of 
uh, you know, club that that we're a part of is 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 pretty cool. That's, that's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's that's you know, I think the the, the amazing the, the part that really struck me there, Antonio, was your idea of like moving from Paper Mario over to Odyssey. Do you know what I mean? Because that's such a like that game. I remember playing Odyssey just by myself. My my kids were sitting around. We were we were getting ready for the reviews. So we're trying to get content through, but like we're all just sitting there. Just it's it's a game that like you just can't ha- ha- help but smile. Do you know what I mean? There's no like emotional like down journey. Do you know what I mean? It's all just like and yeah. now I'm a dinosaur, <laughs> right? Like this is amazing, and it's such it's such a fantastic game. I think that's one of those things that that Mario has the ability, and I think not just Mario, but I think video games in general. But I think what Nintendo has, has crafted with something like Mario and in, in the commentary that you're hearing is this really this this, this generational content this generational ability right like you can sit there and say i played you know 1980 or 1990 this is the very first mario game i played let's play it together right now and just relive in that moment to all the way to having a very heartful right very meaningful journey with paper mario and say like let's talk about our feelings here let's talk about how we feel and also by the way you're learning because you're learning how to read you know what i mean like so tricked you um to now by the way, why don't you play with the Lego set? Like it's such a it's such an amazing journey, and that you're building around that, right? And I think that's one of the things that and people ask us, like, why do we do Nintendo dads? Why isn't it Xbox dad? Why isn't it PlayStation dads? Right? Because the Nintendo franchise is such a family centric idea, right? It is such a yeah, this is this is this is safe to do. This is okay to do, right? And yes, there's this will tug at your heart and make you feel a way, but I'm not worried about the content, right? I'm not worried about like you have to say like, sure, look it. My son watched me play a bit of Mario 64. I think he has to go to a psychiatrist. He's seen some things. Do you know what I mean? He's, you know, like, <laughs> right. Where So I, I just kudos to you. And that's, I, I just love the idea of also like the blind bag rewards. I think that's, that's fantastic. Well done. That's cool. Well, I, I, what, what really got me about this is, okay. So you moved him from paper Mario to Odyssey. Has he played any of the other 2d Mario games? No, and that's what I'm so excited about. I'm I'm absolutely elated. Yeah, it's it's going to be so much fun. Okay, and like even with with Odyssey, I could see that he's seeing things that I'm not seeing, mm. and and that's been like sort of that's pretty been a little humbling to be honest. Like uh, when when I see like that same kind of kid brain that I had as a gamer, where I was like showing my dad how to do things, um, is all of a sudden flipped a flipped on its head and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm seeing him find little, little areas to go to or little secrets that I, I wouldn't even thought of. And yeah. so I'm excited about giving him the, the 2D games and saying, this is, this is how, how I learned how to play Mario. Yeah. My, my son actually beat Mario Odyssey before I did. Wow. Because I was, you know, like I got kind of tied up in some things around yeah. that time with it coming out toward the end of the year. Uh, and he, I remember, how excited he was to come and tell me, Dad, I beat Mario Odyssey before yeah. you because yeah. he knew how much I love Mario, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's like we've always been able to bond over those games. Yeah. Um, and that's – and that, to be honest with you, like that's kind of why I'm, I'm really into this season of Fortnite is because I'm, I'm able to kind of like – have that conversation with him about, oh, did you see this? Or what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. At, 
at Frenzy Farm or, you know, yeah. what about the skin or that kind of thing? It's just, it takes on a different meaning. Um, and it's like we were talking about before the show, even, uh, you know, you were telling me that how old your kids are. Um, I wish that when my kids were that age, they'd had Lego Mario or they'd had Labo or they'd had, cause I think they would have been way more into it then. There it is. Yeah, I love and see the thing is is I love it. Um I just uh like at this stage in our family, uh like getting all of those Lego sets may not be for us. Right? They want Bowser's Castle for Christmas. Both my they want to go in 50-50 and get it. Uh which I think That's is cool. really cool. But um man, like I think what you're talking about hits at something um, that is way deeper that, that maybe we don't get into a lot. Maybe we do on our show, but maybe parents and gamers in general don't get into a lot. And that is the connection that a game can, can make between two people. Yeah. And in this case, the connection a, a dad can have with his kids over a, a game. I think it's really special that you played Paper Mario with him and, yeah. and were able to talk him through those moments. I think it'd be really interesting, and I don't know if Antonio, if maybe he's interested or the rest of the family is in playing, but I hate to say it because Marty's going to be like, I know, Super Mario World 3D, 3D World, right? Because that is such a fantastic four-player experience, right? And even if you just want to bring just the two of you in together, and then they've got such those nice little tips to the hat of old previous Mario games, right? And yeah. Marty's references too, that you could even be like, oh, do you this, this, this level here? Oh yeah, I played this level like 15 years ago or 20 years ago, and it was this. And but you want to go see it? Yeah, we can go see it. Like it's such an it, and it's such a you know the cat aesthetic, and it's like I don't know. It's I think it's I think it's tremendous. Totally agree. And I think Marty, what you what you were sort of touching on is exactly why myself and so many other people are are patrons of the show, and, and that's because this this community is different, and th- this um this show is different from those other shows and, and we, we, we do talk about those types of things here. It is a, it is a family show. And, and I think like we were talking about earlier with, uh, with the new Mario Kart uh, live, it's like, you know, Nintendo knows that too. And, 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 and we're all in this together for sure. Definitely. I think that anything that we can do or use to strengthen the connection between us and our kids, you know, like some parents use, ball they use sports right some parents use hunting or fishing just in our case it's video games it's something that we play it's something they play something we're able to do along with them um i uh i have found myself having to like when my son wants to talk about the finite details of Fortnite, like like the you know down minutia the min max of it yeah, like I have to fight sometimes to not roll my eyes. Like, oh my God, I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> but I realize that he's having that conversation with me because this is something he's really into. He feels like we can talk about this, right? And the whole thing that you brought up, like about him saying, I hate this game. Um, my son's on the autism spectrum. So a lot of his reactions are either I really, really like this or I really hate this. Sure. 
right? So when he says something like, I hate this, it's because I, I accuse him a lot of times. I'm like, dude, you're talking in meme speak, you know, like, uh, because he, uh, that he gets like fixated on memes or he gets fixated on a video he watches and then he acts it out. Like I hear it in his voice. And so him saying he hates it, it's just like, it's that typical going to extremes, right? Uh, it's just, and I, again, it's because it caused that such a, uh, um, an, an expressive emotion in him. Yeah. Uh, that, and, and he had the same moment halfway through with the other, with the thing yeah. you were talking about, uh, just not on that same scale. Um, I'm so glad that we got to, to do that together. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that particular moment, I mean, it's, it was about like talking about, you know, doing things that, that, uh, for people that you care about and like making sacrifice. And that was, as is pretty, uh, pretty righteous conversation, you know, guys don't spoil it. I'm still on the second ribbon. All right. Don't wreck this for me. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I'm like sorry. what you're telling I'll me right there. now, I just don't want to go for it. I don't think I can emotionally do it. This right now. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> fresh out right now, guys. Finish it. Finish out. it now. Finish it this weekend. Something I wanted to point out too, real quick, is that uh, that I've been learning with my kids is, especially my oldest. Uh, she's twenty five now, and she's like, "Hey, this is this happened when I was a kid, and this is what I remember." And I'm like, "I don't remember that." It's something about that is like these things that we're trying to do to build with our kids, right? We are we're like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome for them." But there's going to be a moment to where you are not paying attention, but you're, I mean, you're still doing something with them, but they are paying attention and they come back to you and they're like, Hey, you remember that time we did this and X, Y, and Z? And I thought that was awesome. And then you might be thinking like, I don't remember that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but I've been really, I've been learning this too from, you know, like I said, with my oldest and, and now my youngest is experiencing things. I, I'm setting up things to try to do with him thinking that, Oh, I hope this is a good memory for him. But there's going to be some other little thing that, or at least I think is little, but it's huge to him that he'll come back with and say, Hey, you remember when we did this? And it's like, I might not remember. I feel bad because I don't remember it, but to him, it was a big deal. So we got to keep those things in mind too, is what we think is a big deal may not be to them, but it's flipped for us and the kids yeah. as well. Where the kids got are going to. Depending on how old the kids are, we have 20 or 30 years of memories yeah, exactly. on top yeah. more than they do. So yes. some things get lost in the shuffle. Yes, it does. The other, the other thing I'd say to that, and I think maybe it's, it's, it's part of that, you know, you know, from what you're saying, Antonio, and maybe a little bit Marty to what you're saying as well. It's just like um, treasuring those, taking like, like sometimes of those times it feels like it's so inconvenient. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, like I don't have time to talk about Animal Crossing right now. I'm trying to get dinner made, right? And like your mother's, you know, trying to get the dishes done. I'm like, no, I don't need to care about what's going on with Isabel. Like, just braid down a notch, all right? And it's super, it's super easy to get caught in that, like that moment. But those moments that we have, and this will, this, I mean, this will sound pretty deep. Those are fleeting, right? We don't have so many of those, yeah. Right. So, so, so before you know, and yeah, you can talk about the second Jesse, like it's gone, but like. Before you know it, 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 it's gone, right? Like my, my oldest great example, she was really into coding for a bit. And she's like, I love like doing coding on the iPad and playing coding games. And we had like Minecraft and, and stuff. And she's like, yeah, this is so cool. We'd sit down on the couch, do it a couple of times. And now that's gone. And I wonder if it's gone because I didn't foster it, right? Or if she was doing it because I liked it. And now I'm not showing an interest in it or like what, like what it is. 
And it's also sometimes that those times isn't <clears throat> that time isn't about coding. That time isn't about yeah. Fortnite. And that time isn't about Paper Mario or Lego. Right. It's about yeah. it's about you together. Their way that's, they can figure out the, to connect to you. Yeah, that's the thing. So I don't know. Maybe I'm having a coming to coming to parental moment right now. But like <laughs> that importance right. of sitting in that pocket and being like, sure, look at this is the thing right now, right? And then putting down the phone or not rolling the eyes or I don't know. Maybe I'll come up with yeah, soapbox. I don't know if you guys had this experience or not, but like I got the NES when I was eight years old. And the, 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 the only thing that I wanted from my, from my parents was come watch me play this. Like, I want to show you how I can do this or come play this with me. I have very vivid memories of my mom and I playing through Rampage. Mm-hmm. The, like nice. the, you know, the old game where yeah. you're climbing buildings and knocking yeah. down, you know, you're oh, a monster. Yeah. We beat that game together. Nice. The only game that we ever we ever played together. Like I remember her playing Street Fighter Two with me on the, the SNES. Right. Um, you know, it was because I wasn't an athletic kid. Because I wasn't a like my dad and I did not go camping. We didn't go hunting. We didn't go fishing. He didn't do any of that. So it was like, well, what can I? What am I good at? What can I do to make you proud? It uh, come watch me play video games. Yeah, you know, and so. Uh, I think that, that I have to remember that as a dad, right? Like when my son says, Hey, come over here and watch, look at what I built in Minecraft. Instead of going, I just sat down. I need to get up and I need to go see what he built in Minecraft. And I need to look at it and go, that's great. You know, like not the patronizing. Oh yeah, that's great. But no, like, why did you do that? Like, why, why did you build it that way? Or do you, and maybe even sometimes say like, don't you think that maybe you could add blank or, or whatever, or, you know, like I recently it, for me, it's been, um, cheering my son on while he's playing Fortnite. I'm like, Oh yeah, here's that guy. You got to get him. You got him, you know, and like encouraging him to, to keep on, you know, and so saying, why don't you beat him? You know, why, why were you not able to win that? Well, there's a better way. Uh, but man, you hit on something right there that definitely tugs on the, the, the heartstrings, which is it's fleeting. It, it's, it's gone. Uh, I saw the other day, my son's 13, uh, and he turned 13 back in April. So on the day that he turned 13, uh, it, this chart that I was looking at said, Hey dad, you've got about 1,345 days left. Yes. That's a, whoever wrote that needs a slap in the face. Well, no, but I mean, what it was basically doing was saying here, you know, you've got this much time. You've got this yeah. much time. If you're going to make an impact, what are you, what are you going to teach them? What are you going to yeah. pass on? What, what, what are you going to teach them about the world and about being a man? Yeah. Or, or what are you going to teach her about being a, uh, a woman, you know, of character and things like that? I think it's important that we remember, remind ourselves yeah. of that at times. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, sometimes it can feel like forever. Like when I'm at, Again, sometimes those conversations, right? Like, you feel like this is never going to end. But it's especially through quarantine, right? It's yeah. Gonna, yeah, it is going to end. I loved you, but I loved you more when you were at school. <laughs> so, right. So, I'm hearing your stories about what your conversations with your kids, and you know, awesome 
uh, I I had similar conversations when my kids were young too. My kids are older, like <laughs> so. I'm thinking about the conversation I had with my son, who's 20 now. Uh, who he works at a hardware store. He is their main steel repair tech. The steel, the brand for power tools, uh, S T I H L. So, so he, uh, my uh, trimmer was in the. Sh- was in the store getting repaired under under the, the manufacturer's warranty, so I didn't have to pay for anything. And so it, I was in the store today picking it up because it was ready. So it was like, wasn't this, so it was more him teaching me things because I don't know anything about power tools and he somehow has uh, learned how to take apart a chainsaw and put it back together again and have it work. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's it's those things of like sitting back and just watching, right? You're like, well, how did that happen? My my youngest is just really like an incredible artist, and I'm like, what? And then the, out of nowhere, my oldest is like, yeah, I love art too, and she has these amazing like splatter paints that I was like, what? How did you learn? Like, I don't do what? Like, I don't right. do art. You do videos. Do art? Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I have a theater degree. And I play video games. Where did you find like? Right, we need to do we need to do a DNA check, Jody. Do we need to have a conversation about this? <laughs> right, I, I've but, seen some of the rocks they painted before. And they, uh, that's my yeah, yeah that's my, yeah, that's Jody. Yeah, she yeah, I'm not sure. Look, maybe she's getting it from her. But like, it's these things that yeah, to your point, you're like wow. Like sometimes just sitting back and, and just I don't know in awe, and I think sometimes we forget to be in awe. Yeah, I think that we get so caught up in the in the humdrum of parenting, like I've got to go to the next practice or I've got to do the next assignment or you didn't put your dishes in the dishwasher again, like we've asked you to. And it just, we forget that they are um, learning and forming and being created just as much by what we don't do as what we do Mm -hmm. with them. And so Mm -hmm. I think, it's Probably important. more so is yeah oh yeah the don't yeah. do right. <laughs> so man, Antonio, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that mm-hmm. topic. Uh, and if you're out there and you have some doubles of Lego Mario enemy blind bags, <laughs> you need to hit Antonio up. Fuzzy <laughs> blooper and urchin for those kids. I also want to give a big shout out to Antonio. For those of you that don't know, he is one of our community creators also. Uh, and he's been doing some yes. fantastic videos for us. I think you've got another one in the works right now. I think I sent you over a couple of days yes. ago. Yeah. So uh, just fantastic content. And uh, yeah, we thank you for that as well. Very cool. Oh, Very cool. I lo- love so doing much. it. No, absolutely. Yeah. Well, guys, that uh, I think is going to round out that portion of the community spotlight. Yeah. Uh, we have got a ton of questions. Justin. Let's power you got, through have you got the do- Have you got the dock up? Sure do. Throw us out some questions. All right. This first question comes from Mecca Dragon, who's in the chat right now. And actually, this question may have already been answered by what we just said. So we'll do a quick question or a quick skim of it. Uh, my question for you dads this week is one that might be interesting to talk about. How do you usually get your family members to play video games with you who don't seem to be interested in video games at all? I ask, uh, I always ask my parents, my big sister, to try out Clubhouse games with me since I like, uh, since I feel like even non-gamers will be able to play it since it's basically a bunch of board games. But I feel like they just lose interest the moment they hold a controller. What games do you think would work to gather a bunch of non-gamers to play? And how do you usually get them to play? Um, look forward to the podcast. Mecha Dragon, I see them in the chat as well. I'll give you actually my very, very simple response. For as much as that I'm a gamer, um, as much as I talk about my wonderful wife who's a gamer, she's not a... <clears throat> the more buttons 
the more likely she's not going to play. Very yeah. simple. So, so, her, so what game do I have in my head now? Pong? No. <laughs> Duke Jack, Nukem. Jackbox. God. Yes. Jackbox Agraya. Yeah. So almost kind of like that. Uh, that's a, that's a great example, actually, Jesse, this kind of idea of, uh, a board game, right? Or a game ga- gathering, like a virtual hosting TV show thing. Those are great games to use, right? Because it's a trivia, right? It's a, it's a basic trivia. And, and um, their controller is their phone. It, exactly. Any web browser. So yeah. something that I'm sure they use more than they care to admit anyway. Yeah. If you hand someone something like this, oh, there it is, and says like, oh, sure, look at there you go, have some fun. Like, no, if that's, if that's not going to work for you. Um, but like, so for some games that I always think of, and I, I always come back to these games, um, a couple I'd recommend would be, uh, Boomerang Foo, right? That just came out. That's a quick, easy party game. And, and a couple of things I would say there is low amount of controls required. So only a couple buttons. And also the matches are really short. So because if you're like, Hey, let's play games, by the way, it's a 90 minute, you know, epic battle. You're like, yeah, I'm not playing that. Right. But if you're like, this match is 40 seconds. Cool. And there's a good learning curve. So stuff like that. Um, Towerfall, I think, is a great example. I'm always going to go back to something like Overcooked. Um, moving See, out. Your family co- likes Overcooked. <coughs> My wife says it stresses her out. Divorce. If there, was, if there was like a version of Overcooked where there was no time limit and you're just making dishes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, as a matter of fact, actually, we just got a code for Bacon Switch. And I sent you guys a message. I'm like, I'm taking that. My wife was like, oh, another overcooked. I was like, here we go. <laughs> um, so I think stuff like that, Mario Kart, I think those are simple. So again, things that require not a lot of controls, relatively simple, or anything that you can kind of change control schemes to make it simple. Yeah. In the chat says, not Nintendo, but Fall Guys is great for non-gamers. Yeah, that's a good one. As I well. was gonna, I was gonna answer this question by saying that if it has Lego in the title, my wife will play it. Yeah. If it doesn't have Lego in the title, forget it. Mm. Uh, like, uh, she's just not like. Uh, and a lot of the games you mentioned, Justin, like it's not that they're bad games. Um, in fact, I enjoy those games. It's that uh, I don't think she enjoys the hyper competitive nature sure. of it. Yeah. Right. Like. Uh, she will play Mario Party, and I would suggest yeah, that one. Super, Super Mario mine. Party yeah. on the Switch yeah. Yeah. is fantastic. That's a great one. Um, and Jackbox, Jesse, I think that's a great one. But like the Clubhouse games, um, you know, I think the familiarity of those games, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I know how to play Yahtzee, yeah. uh, so we'll play Yacht Dice or something like that. Yeah. But, like I have friends that I've tried yeah. to like get to play games. Probably not going to get a shogi weekend with your friends, huh? Like I, I hand them the the Joy-Con and they kind of hold it like, what you know, what is this? You know, like yeah. ew, you know, like it's a bug or something. They're holding up, and like I'm like, guys, you put the button, the stick on the left, the buttons on the right, stick on the left button, and they're all the time. They're like. This way, this way, which way do I hold it? And I'm like, yeah. get it out of your mouth. It's not that hard. It's <laughs> if, on the left. If, but if they're the going right. to put anything in their mouth, give them a cartridge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For, <laughs> for my for my dad, this is a long time ago again, you know, PS1, Super Nintendo days when I had those. Uh, I did not expect my dad to play at all. But mm. he surprised me by ha- showing an interest in stuff that he must have had some interest in himself, which was ace combat or air combat, whatever you want to call it. 
so he liked you know air combat with the uh, dog fights and stuff like that he immediately wanted to jump in and we were playing that and then the other one was street fighter 2 turbo yes. on the super nintendo i think it was so nice. uh and just two games out of the blue he was just like hey what's that you're playing and i showed him and i said hey you want to play and he jumped in and because it was probably about a subject he liked in martial yeah. arts or yeah uh you know airplanes you know combat planes you know whatever so i guess it's just finding those things too for like parents yeah and to kind of go along that idea as well one of the things that I'd maybe even suggest actually just going to your your nes online game because remember all those nes games two buttons right two buttons and also the graphics aren't feeling overly complex the gameplay at that time wasn't overly complex and it may actually make them feel familiar they're like oh yeah i know tetris oh yeah i know mario oh yeah i know and they actually help to break down that as well uh, our next question comes from uh, Dat Fast, and he asks, "Hey guys, quick question: Mario is Mario Kart Live? Does that equal Mario Kart Nine, or do you think we're going to get a more traditional Mario Kart in the future? And also, how many of the dads are sold on this? Uh, I don't think this is Mario Kart Nine. Uh, I think this is just a really great. We talked about it a little bit early in the show. I think it's them playing with toys. They're doing a great job marketing it. Uh, how many of the dads are interested in this, guys? Quick hand of hands." I got, I got Tim. I'm not, did we mention what the estimated price is for this? I don't they think we do, did. I don't think they have a price list. Ninety nine dollars. Well, thousand. I, I, I don't care. I don't, it's not. It's not officially ninety nine. Do I don't you think see my been Lego? Announced, I don't care. But it, it, it's, it's almost ten thousand yen, which is about a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, that makes sense. Somebody who made a point too earlier in this, I think, uh, I can't remember who exactly what was, but most likely parents are going to have to buy two, and I'm yeah. one of those parents who's going to have to buy two. So it's going to be 200 bucks. So, and you yeah. can go up to four. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just going to say no. I'm going to say, like, sorry, girls, we have a carpet. That's not hardwood. Doesn't work. <laughs> right. Right. All uh, right. Great question. Next one comes from uh, this is from Patreon. This is uh, Shiv UK says, I'm shocked that the, Mar- the 3D World port has online multiplayer. I have low expectations about how well it will work. I'm wondering if COVID has let the title um led to the title being delayed and the online being added launching couch co-op heavily he, uh, heavy games in the current climate probably won't land at all so basically what they're saying is hey basically because of covid and having people together do we think what that may have changed the approach and added online i think i think adding online to this is a great functional option um i think it's actually one of the things that they didn't talk about during the actual presentation is found later in the press release i think it's a great idea um Again, I probably have low expectations for Nintendo's online multiplayer infrastructure, but I think it's a great idea. I don't know whether COVID necessarily led to it because obviously you could do local on local play as well. Um, guys, what do you think of this? Uh, I think online multiplayer for this game is a horrible idea <laughs> because uh, and, and and hear me out when I say this because I love this game. Um, one of the things that you can do in multiplayer is pick up, pick each other up. And carry each other and uh, throw each other in only pits. Become, which, which becomes problematic <laughs> when the player who has gotten to the goal pole first multiple times gets a crown on their head. And you can get that crown by stomping on them or throwing them off an edge. And that's all online is going to be. All right. It's basically what they need to do is just Bullies. on an island in the middle of like, you know, put some lava or water around you and just make it a mini game. Like who can survive? King of the Hill, Super Mario 3D World. I'm fine with that. I'd play that. But like if I'm actually trying to traverse through a world, I don't want to be 
like worry, okay, are they about to come up and steal my crown? Are they, you know, what? That's assuming I have the crown, but I, there's a lot of precise motion that's got to be done in this game too. And uh, I'm with Justin. I don't know that I trust their online servers. Yeah. Next question or comment comes from Richard Escobar. The game and watch Super Mario Brothers editions looks like it'll be released the same window as the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Each one will have a limited release. Nintendo ain't scared. They already released the price and the date for their new console. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Fair enough. I saw I saw someone's uh, tweet today, which was uh, uh, comparing game specs. It was like P- PlayStation 5 game specs, Xbox <laughs> game specs, and then it said Nintendo Switch, and it was the Mario collection. And it was like, choose wisely. I was like, yes. That's awesome. We have. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, Jesus says... Nintendo was busy making crappy directs only to give us this amazing direct. This was amazing. But why would they make the 3D collection a limited time sale? Does Nintendo not like money? Do they just want us to angrily feed scalpers hyped for Mario? Here's what I think. All right. I know we talked about a serious suggestion earlier in the show, but here's what it is, guys. Nintendo is the Disney of video games, right? Would you, would you guys agree yeah. with that? I mean, there's a sure, lot of sure. parallels between the companies. Sure. So the this this is their version of the Disney, of the Disney vault. vault. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and here's the thing: Are they really going to put one of their best lo- like Disney? Are they really going to put one of their best loved movies away forever and never ever release it again? No. no. What are they doing? How, how many they times want, has Lion King been released? Like seven. Honestly, right? what they're doing is they're saying, they're saying, hey, dads, hey, moms, you've got money lodged in your wallet that you don't want to get rid of. We're going to do something to pry it out. It's never going to be released again. It's going in the Disney vault. And that's the same concept here, except Nintendo's doing it. They're not calling it the Nintendo vault. Both companies at the end of the day go dive into their money bin and swim around like Scrooge McDuck. Yep. But it just increases it more so because people are rushing out to buy it. I understand it physically. I don't understand it digitally. I, I will say that. Like I understand, I get the concept of a limited time physical release. Like if you want it to be special. Yeah, there there is something to be said. And it was funny. I actually got caught in this not too long ago. I picked up The Witcher. Um, uh, physical pack because it was it was like the deluxe edition, right? And it was the pack, and I was like, "That's a limited run." Do you know what I mean they're only going to make so many of those? And if I want that collection, that set with all that bits and bobs, I need to pick that up. And so it forced me to buy something I probably would have been like, maybe, maybe not. Limited runs do that, right? Limited runs increase the desire for something. It it, it will increase revenue and it will increase scalpers. Yeah. Right? I wasn't able um, to get the Breath of the Wild with the sword. I had to get the w- one version down yeah. that didn't have the sword. Right, right. But it, but but I mean, when I when I, I mean, I'll do the same thing today. I was like, oh, limited run. I said I'm going to go with that physically. Me why? too. I don't understand why. I was like, I could have got it digitally, but I went down and got it physically. Like, I also like cases, so there's a little bit of collectorism there. But like. The moment you said limited run, I was like, oh, my God, I need to go to a GameStop today. I was like, I've got seven months, Justin. You can figure this out. At some point in the next seven months, you're going to go there, but you have to go today. So there is a little bit of like the, the Pavlov's dog ring a bell and will salivate, right, at limited runs. So uh, Bruce Patterson asks, Marty, I recently have listened to the episode in which you and the other dads uh, except Uncle Jesse, we're giving live reactions to Super Mario Odyssey reveal. 
you were all losing your enter the Nintendo Switch snap here. Were you as emotional for the 35th anniversary reveal knowing that you were a super duper Mario fan? So Super Mario Odyssey reveal three years ago. Was this the January one? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember I remember this this night. The reason why I wasn't there is because I was flying home from a business trip. So I was, I was watching the presentation as soon as we were wheels on the ground and I could turn on Wi-Fi. <laughs> turn on my phone again. <laughs> and then uh, I, I listened to this on I listened to your present to the, your reactions to it on the on, on my drive home. Nice. Marty, which one are you more excited for? Odyssey or this? I honestly think that I was probably more hyped about this. Um, the the moment that Mario 3D World came on the screen was like I was up out of my seat. Fist yeah, bumping. you did one of these. Oh yeah, I was. I was. Yes, I did one of these. I was like, I don't need to hear about this from Marty anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you probably are about as tired of that as I am hearing about how right you are all the time. Um, that's, that's that never gets tiresome. Oh, it does. Uh, I know, like I, again, like I said at the top of the show, I think this hit all the right notes, and uh, Mario will always be the number one Nintendo franchise for me, and so I can't get enough of this. Um, nice. I think I may have surprised my son though. Like he was up, like he was coming downstairs. About the time that I was getting up and I saw the notification, I was like, Oh, we can't watch this on a, on a phone. We got to watch this on the TV. And so I'm out there and I'm like, come on, we <laughs> gather around. We got to watch this together. And he gets to see me get up and act like an absolute fool in the middle of my living room floor because I'm <laughs> freaking out about Super Mario Odyssey. Pretty cool. That's yeah. Funny. The whole, the whole family, so I started watching it together that's, on the, that's what the, needed to be on Twitch this morning. Yeah. I started watching with us with the with the kids this morning. And my wife's like, "What are you doing over there?" I was like, "Oh, we're watching a Nintendo thing." She's like, "And I'm not included." And I was like, "All right, we're going." So now she's like, "And we're going to start from the beginning." And I was like, "Oh my god, seriously, okay." So there we go. <laughs> uh, That's why I do in the toilet. I watch them yeah. in the toilet. I know, right? Right? Again, my, my wife doesn't care. The acoustics are incredible. Uh, Mark Ham and Mark Ham says so excited for the three All Stars. As soon as I saw it, I pre-ordered the digital version. Was a bit confused on one detail, however. I noticed on the Super Mario 3D as well as the three All Stars they mentioned they'd be available for for download and purchase until the end of March 2021. Any idea why the heck this is Nintendo is doing that? Seems pretty weird. Any ideas on what to expect in this coming uh, game following March 21st? Will the ability to download them disappear forever? Or will become available in different ways? Thanks for looking. Uh, thanks uh, for talking about it. Thank you very much. I think we've talked about this. Yeah, th- that's like the biggest question sure. everyone's having. Yeah, not hundred percent like sure theory. why. Yeah, Tim's I think is the best theory. Tim, you want to remind us that theory just in case? Uh, one is that they are going to stop doing it because they're going to focus on Zelda thirty-five. And then also, too, they would probably uh, stop selling the bundle of 3D All-Stars and sell each game separately. Yeah, 100%. Last question comes from Nick Metzger. Nick Metzger says, best part of the direct, Marty can finally stop talking about the uh, travesty of no 3D world on the Switch. I kid. Very happy that you used the NDADS pull to get uh, this one done. Personally, I'll be buying those Mario cars, no matter the cost. What did Nintendo just push me out of the buying another? Oh, uh, wait! Did Nintendo just push me out of buying another console? Maybe. So there you go. Those were our comments. You, you know what's a travesty? You know what's a travesty? Travesty! All of these ports 
and we still don't have Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD. That's, in the no, Wii that's no. next year. Stop it. Next year. Yeah. Stop it. I don't you got understand. This one. You got this one for 2020. I don't want to hear you whine about anything else for 2020. See, I don't no, want to hear about Justin, it. Justin, I'm just trying to get a maid. So, so do you remember a few weeks ago I said that I p- planned on playing the Wii U version of Twilight Princess, but I haven't yet because I don't have the disc. My son's got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason why the Wii U version was announced because I had just finished playing the Wii version. So if I play the Wii U version, then it'll get announced on the Come Switch on, and I won't want to play go. it again. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Marty, those are all of our questions and it's almost two and a half hours. We should probably let Antonio well, go to bed. We do have now, a voicemail. We have a voicemail. voicemail? My God. People love us. Don't don't hate on that. A lot of love here, regarding... baby. Whoop. All right, I'll okay. start it over. I have a question for you guys regarding the Super Mario music player. The music player is fine and dandy, but I've only used this music player for Super Smash Brothers once or twice. And who actually listens to the music as a music player? That's what my question is. Thanks, guys. That's what Toggle Pap on Discord. Super Mario 3D, you all. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, Toggle Pap. Yeah, I think that's a great. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like Nintendo did a great job of selling like all the songs, and you can listen to them. Yeah, which like, is something else I don't think we mentioned earlier in the show. That's this is in the the 3D All Stars. Yeah, so it's, like it's all the, the games, all three game soundtrack. So it'll be like four hours of music, probably more. Yeah, I, I like, I, like, I, I mean, I have my switch here in my office. Like, I, I guess, like, I guess, I could plug it into a speaker and, and play it, but I, it's just not convenient, right? Also, conveniently enough, it looks like it's a Walkman, right? If you take off the Joy Cons, the screen looks like just a large Walkman that you can slide into your pocket. Um, what, I don't know. I think I, this is something that that um, Nintendo's really missing, uh, like an opportunity here, because like people like me, like I, I collect a, a lot of like physical uh, music, like either uh, cassettes or vinyl or like o- old old mediums. And I mean, if they released uh, bundles of like Mario records or like uh, or, or cassettes or even like uh, push music through Spotify or Apple Music, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all over it all day, that, every day. And that's exactly what I was going to say is that a digital music player on a video game system that, number one, I don't want to carry around without a case right. on uh, doesn't do me any good. However, if you took that entire soundtrack, 800-something, however much from Smash, and you made it available in volumes on Apple Music or Spotify, I'd probably pay for it if I didn't have, you know. But, I mean, with those services I would subscribe, I would play that stuff all the time. Same thing for this. Like, I think think you're right. Like, uh, physical and digital streaming is a huge missed opportunity for soundtracks from Nintendo because bar none, they have some of the best video game music of all time. I would love to hear a vinyl where it's called Waluigi Scratches. Engaged Family Gaming says a Mario <laughs> vinyl would do bananas best. numbers. Oh, oh sure it would. Oh, sure yeah. it would. And you do it on like you do it on like a Mario Red vinyl. Oh yeah. 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 Or you or or let's go one better. You make it look like a coin. Oh. oh. Well, that's what the two Between sides are for. Between this and the Fortnite ideas, how are we images? not in the video game industry? Yep. Look, come on. Uh, Nintendo, you can have that one for free because uh, we know you listen. But anyway, after two and a half hours, 
That has been episode 295. Which I think is the shortest show we've had in three weeks. So it it, it pretty much is. And it took. We need to tighten that up for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get it back to three hours, guys. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of next week, we have a very special guest on next week's show. Justin, why don't you tell them about it before we roll the show out here? We absolutely do. Next week, Zachary Ryan, one of the co hosts of NVC IGN, will be joining us live. Same bat time, same bat channel, 9 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, Thursday. He's going to be joining us. It will not be a three-hour podcast because there's no way he's sticking around for three hours. Um, so, guys, uh, join us. We're going to see some tweets about that as well. Hopefully, he'll jump in. or we have some questions for him as well, talking about all the wonderful world that is Nintendo. At least he's Pacific Absolutely. time, so it won't be 4 a.m. when we're done. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, jump in. Uh, and I've actually had several people uh, on Facebook and via direct message on Discord asking about, you know, what week is he on? So there, uh, it is next week. And so yep. be sure to tune in for that. Uh, as we close out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, and Antonio Contronio. We thank you guys for being a part of the show. And uh, Antonio, we hope that you have enjoyed being a part of the show personally tonight. Um what we want to do right now is where can people find you on social media if you want them to? Uh, where where can they where can they find you and interact with you? Uh, we know that you do some YouTube first looks and other things for us, and you're doing an excellent job over there. But where can people find you? You can find me there. You can find me on Discord on our, on our Discord. You can find me in the in the YouTube channel. And I'll, I'll have typically I'll, I'll I'll leave my Twitter handle on on like the stream or or on the video. Very yeah, cool. That's where you can find me. You can find me in Nintendo Dads. That's where you find awesome. me. Awesome. <laughs> Way to uh, plug the show. We we really appreciate that in the YouTube channel. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, being a Patreon producer. And thank you to all of our patrons. You can be a patron too over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. You can also check out our website at nintendodads.org for all of our social media videos, podcast episodes, Patreon page links to uh, the Nintendo Dad shop so you can buy Nintendo Dad's merch. And you can find us uh, in most places. Just type in Nintendo Dad's. We're there. Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. We're there. We're already there. Uh, email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And don't forget, leave us a Some Words review on your favorite (laughs) podcast app of choice. uh, And make sure it's five stars so people can find us. Spread the love of Nintendo Dads everywhere, uh, all over the place. Um, Help push us up those podcast rankings. Uh, For me, for Jesse, for Tim, for Jason. Jason, it's there in your name. (laughs) Justin and Antonio. This has been episode 295. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Check you later. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads.